Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm Sarah. And I'm James. And today, we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai. So James, how's your week been? Pretty good. My wife and I and my son, we got together with our friends who recommended a heart signal to us way back in the day. Oh yeah? They told me about a new Korean dating show Ooh. that they've been watching. Now it's either called Transit Love or Transfer Love, depending, I guess, on whatever translation. Okay. I did find it, but it's not on like a easy site. But <laughs> the concept of this is like there's a bunch of ex-couples that are casted, but they like can't reveal to the group like who their ex-couple is, like who their ex is. I don't know if like they know that everybody has an ex there. I don't know. I don't know all those details. <laughs> but I guess it's like a test to see like, oh, will they will you be with somebody new or will you just like get back together with your ex when you realize like everybody else is worse than them or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the point of it is. Or it could be you remember what was great about them, you know, maybe they're Yeah, that that's too. true. <laughs> I, I actually feel like there might be an American version of this that also released somewhat recently. Oh really? uh but with like a little bit of a different twist i'm not sure it might be okay. a there might be like an it might be even be on netflix i i forget though but that's not even the interesting part of this okay what also came up is that apparently i guess specifically on this sh this show the the contestants or the cast did this but like our friend was claiming that like in korea right now the new hot thing is to ask people what their mbti personality is Oh yeah, that's super, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I was wondering if you could confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe like we might be even on the tail end of it. Like it, it's been popular for a little while now. Oh, okay. Well, the show is from twenty twenty one, so. Oh yeah, peak asking people that yeah. Because the show, like like all these other dating shows, like they're not allowed to talk about their age and occupation in the beginning. Oh, so they choose to talk about this instead. Yeah, it's like almost like a hack. To be like, oh, what's your Myers-Briggs personality score? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I guess it's not really a hack. It actually just might be, like, somewhat useful. Like, if you, I guess if you were making, like, a dating profile, it actually might be useful to put your Myers-Briggs. Even if you're not, like, a big believer in yeah, the Myers-Briggs Yeah, I am not. Test. Like, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It seems suspicious to me. It all really relies on how self-aware you are and how honest you are when you answer questions. Um, and also... I don't know, feels like nonsense most of the time, but it's kind of a fun quiz to take anyway. Yeah. I feel like it could be better than just like, you know, putting your hobbies on a profile though, or I don't know. I guess you could like <laughs> elaborate in words in in a way that could indicate your Myers Briggs letters, but mm -hmm. just putting your Myers Briggs letters is like the quickest way to give some <laughs> semblance of who you might be as a person, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's true. It's not it's not terrible. In that for a dating situation, I feel like. Yeah, I guess it depends if you actually like think your results are accurate too. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Do you remember your Myers Briggs? I always forget it. <laughs> well, I know it starts with I. Yeah, because introverted. Yeah. Do you want to? I was thinking this could be a fun way for the listeners to get to know us better. <laughs> is if we? Oh yeah. We we tell them what our Myers Briggs is. I want to say I'm I N F. Jay? That sounds right. I think that's for what you. it is. That does yeah. sound right for you. Uh, let me look it up real fast, actually. <laughs> not my not my thing, but like what the letters are, because I I think mine might waffle. Sometimes I might be a 
a P at the end instead of a J. It depends on on the times I've taken it. And this does not count the one time I took it for work and I took it with my corporate appropriate personality, which was an entirely different set of letters <laughs> together. So I, I think I'm with you on the first two, I, N. Uh -huh. I, I think I used to be a T, which is thinking versus feeling. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like I'm really like 50-50 on that. Yeah. And then I don't really remember the fourth one. <laughs> what it's judging or perceiving, I think, is the... Yeah. I want to say I'm a P, but I might be going towards a J on that one. Okay. Um, but yeah. If people know what this test is, <laughs> take what you want. That's <laughs> that's us. <laughs> Maybe you feel like you know us better now. <laughs> In four letters, that's how we would you could describe yourself. I like it. Oh, but the other thing that came up when mm -hmm. we were with our friends is that they're from China. Okay. So, and they have a one and a half year old. And so they have a bunch of toys, but like a lot of the toys are like, they have English words on them and Chinese words on them. Okay, cool. And then they had a world map. It was a toy world map, but it was in all Chinese. Mm -hmm. And all the continents were like flipped around. <laughs> oh yeah, because like they put like China in the middle, right? Like yeah, yeah. Depending on who makes it, yeah. Yeah, I never, I never thought about it before. I mean, think about it this way: you could flip it upside down, and it's still an accurate map. But we never. Well, do yeah, that nobody does that. Because <laughs> then I like I I mentioned it, and they were like, "Oh, that's the map I grew up with." Like they, mm -hmm. it didn't occur to them that a map would be the other way either. Yeah. But then when we were like, I showed them the American version of the map, they were like, that kind of actually makes sense because like you refer to America as like the West. Oh, yeah. But yeah, those were the interesting things that came up in my week. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Um, my week has been really relaxed because I decided to take the week off from work and just do whatever felt right at any given time. Like I don't have plans. I'm just like hanging out, doing a little painting doing whatever you know a lot of naps naps are good oh, you've been off all day oh this week yeah so we're only like two days into You're two my days into it okay, gotcha. week off but like i've started this mindset since like friday at 4 30 so <laughs> oh gotcha we're a little lucky i remember today was tuesday but i actually watched a sports documentary oh it is the sports documentary about manti teo the boy that got catfished so yeah, I didn't watch it for sports reasons. I just thought it was interesting. Oh, see the first boy who was like publicly catfished. I guess I kind of remember that story. He's a uh, is he still in the NFL? Excellent question. I don't know sports things. He was drafted by the Chargers. I do know that went to the Chargers. Second round draft pick. Linebacker. Oh, I'm sports on all, things. I'm up all up on this. <laughs> but yeah, it was an interesting uh, documentary. Oh, he didn't play last year. Yeah, he might not be in the league anymore. Seems like he had a real rough time. It's unfortunate, but um, I don't know. It was an interesting Do you want to spill what it's about, or <laughs> well, I mean, just he, he, got, he, he got catfished. Oh well, there's a lot of different ways to get catfished. Like what? <laughs> oh well, somebody pretended to be um a woman they were not. It turns out, actually, they now identify as a trans woman. So like, they were going through some stuff trying to figure out who she is and whatever. And so there's like an understandable aspect from that and. You know, anything that's got queer stuff in it, I'm all about. Mm. Um, but yeah, she then, like, things got way out of hand. And in order to avoid meeting up, she was like, oh, no, I'm dead. And that was a rough time for him. And also his grandma died the same day. So, like, he had a really rough time. And then mm. that was all very public. And then at some point, 
um, some, I think it was Deadspin or something, like figured it out that this girl never existed. And and then it just, the story broke and then his life got worse and it sucked. But he seems like he was doing better by the end of his part of the documentary. So oh, Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember the story, but definitely like it was just like a side thing on like the sports news that mm. it was going on. I did not know all the details. So that that does sound interesting. Yeah, I like to throw on a documentary when I like paint or something. And Netflix was like, here, look at the sports boy who had a bad time. And I was like, okay. oh, okay. Well, I'm surprised you brought up a documentary because... Uh... I I might be uh recommending a a documentary oh. for next episode, but I'll I'll wait till we get there. I cannot wait. Okay. The other thing I watched was today I watched um the first two episodes of The Patient, which just came out on Hulu, where General Hux from the new Star Wars, he plays a serial killer who kidnaps uh Steve Carell, who is his therapist, so he can get proper therapy because he can't be honest without going to jail in normal therapy and it seems like steve carell's gonna have a real bad time but it was pretty interesting so this is my spooky wreck for the week i guess i don't know okay because it does not seem like the vibe of something we'd normally talk about but it seemed pretty interesting i could maybe watch this is there anything gross in it uh so far no okay it just it lists as trauma mystery thriller but it is tvma so you never know <laughs> Yeah, so far, nothing gross has happened. Mostly Steve Carell is chained up in a basement and sad about it. But yeah. Okay. I'm, again, like, I shouldn't be surprised because, like, I've seen Steve Carell in, like, serious things in the past where he's done real well. But he is good at, like, serious stuff. Yeah, for sure he is. Big uh, diversions from The Office where <laughs> the he's classic, a lot of yeah. days being silly. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good, too. And that's that's mostly been my week. It's just been real chill. Nice. Are you ready to talk about Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai, People yeah. who take karate way too seriously? <laughs> uh, yes. I have a breakdown of Cobra Kai. I have, well, I have a lot to say on the um, the franchise that is Karate Kid. Do we want to, I guess we should just do that. Do you want to do that all before we get into the, the recap? Yes. Let's talk okay. about your history with the Karate Kid franchise, how you feel about it. That controversial opinion you teased last week. Let's get into it. I'll get to that in my breakdown. Do you want okay. to give your? How about you give your general Karate okay. Kid experience, and then I'll do the the breakdown of the history of Karate Kid. At some point in my childhood, I saw the Karate Kid, the first movie, and I enjoyed it well enough. It was fine. I was not old enough to overly critique it. Uh, it was good. It was fine. Uh, then some other movies came out that I do not remember anything about i don't think i've ever seen karate kid part two or three and then there was one with a girl that maybe i saw once or maybe saw a scene of and that's it until the new karate kid with jackie chan came out and i watched that and end of story i do not have a deep connection to this franchise but i have seen it before did you watch the jackie chan karate kid on your own fruition or is that something that i picked for like a movie night i don't remember i think it was your fault yeah because okay. I was, I was definitely like, whoa, old curmudgeonly opinion. I like the old Karate Kid. Why would they make a new one? But the new <laughs> one was fine. And at the end of the day, you got to respect Jackie Chan. He seems like a decent human being. And he is very good at his um, stunts and kung fu stuff. And yeah. seems like a decent dude. So Yeah. All right. Let's give, I'll give you the full breakdown. Okay. And I'll, I'll just talk about each thing as we go. First one, 1984. <laughs> Sarah. Yes. That is when... Karate Kid came out. Mm -hmm. Cobra Kai, which we're about to watch, was released in 2018. 
Yes. 34 years. 34 later. years after. <laughs> Jesus. After the original <laughs> Karate Kid movie. Mm-hmm. Important to emphasize that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> In what we're, when we do the recap. But I actually managed to rewatch the original Karate Kid movie <laughs> this week. Oh, really? I was going to watch it, but then it wasn't on anything for free, so I decided not to. The first, I'm just going to give my breakdown of mm-hmm. this Karate Kid movie. First five, ten minutes of the original Karate Kid movie, super cringe. Like, I was like, oh, really? I was like maybe one more minute away from just turning it off and being like, oh, I can't wow. do it. Why? I know you don't enjoy older movies. Was it more? That's than not that? true. Uh, I don't. Uh, well, I don't I just mean, not no, enjoy older movies. That's not. That's that's not a fair statement. <laughs> isn't it? I would no. say when comparing older movies and newer movies, you tend to enjoy the newer movies more. Is that fair? Well, yeah, because they're objectively better more, most of yes. the time. Yes. See, you like you don't like older <laughs> that movies. Doesn't mean the much. old movies are bad. You know. Okay. Yeah. And then what was the cringe? Okay, so uh, it was just like. I, the issue with the first five ten minutes of this movie is that like Mr. Miyagi has not entered the, the movie yet, <laughs> okay. and Daniel Larusso, uh, played by um, God, what's <laughs> Ralph Macchio? I I don't know if I'm just I just feel like I'm not a Ralph Macchio fan. <laughs> okay, That's he he was fine in um My Cousin Vinny is like the one movie that I've seen with him that. I didn't think he was awkward in. Okay. But he's just super awkward in this movie. And What and... else have you seen him in? Like, I feel like I've only ever seen him in The Karate Kid and now Cobra Kai. Yeah. And My Cousin Vinny. Okay. So this is the extent of our experience with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, he's been in a ton of things. It's not, like, super fair. But in my experience with him, I, I never <laughs> really liked him. <laughs> so he, I feel like he's, like, super cringy kind of. And then the the, the cringe just really stems from like whenever it's like only the kids, mm-hmm. like the high school kids in the movie, and then especially when it's like the romance scenes between Daniel and Allie, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're yeah. so they're so cringe. <laughs> okay, but in fairness, I did genuinely laugh a few like a handful of times watching it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in the first five ten minutes. <laughs> There's a scene where like they, Daniel's like asking Allie's name and she's like, she's like, it's Allie with an I. And Daniel's like, oh, I'm Daniel with an L. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that made me laugh. <laughs> but did, you, did you know that takes place, that movie takes place in Los Angeles? <laughs> I did not realize that. Uh, I think I knew that. If for no other reason than Cobra Kai is pretty clearly in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think I was like melding all the movies together, but like I just assumed that it took place in Japan or Okinawa <laughs> or like wherever Mr. Okay. Miyagi is from. Yeah. But yeah, when Mr. Miyagi comes in, he, I think he like kind of saves the movie. Okay. I'm sure this movie was great and fine when it came out, but you know, 34 years later, 35 plus years later now. Mr. Miyagi needs needs to save this movie, and then uh, but even Mr. Miyagi in this movie, Sarah, mm-hmm. he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> like, okay, he straight up cons Daniel into doing chores at his house. Okay, but he does then use those chores for karate. Like, yeah, but it... he literally could have just explained the four moves or whatever he learned from <laughs> four days of doing chores, and it would have been just as effective. He, no, he had to work in muscle memory. That's important. See, here's the thing. 
If he had just been like, here are the moves, now we're going to practice them for a million hours, Mr. Miyagi would have to, like, try to attack Daniel the whole time and then he'd block him. This way, he can, like, drill in those muscle movements and Mr. Miyagi doesn't have to do anything. Mr. Miyagi is a genius. Mr. Miyagi also had chores that needed to be done. <laughs> Both can be true. Both can be true. I guess so. I think he would have just come up with whatever. <laughs> whatever chores <laughs> needed to be done, he would have come up with something. Okay. And then there's a scene where Daniel's like balancing on the boat for the first time. Mm -hmm. And she just like knocks him in the water and just laughs his ass off at this. Like, I mean, Mr. Miyake's uncontrollably laughing in the boat that he just knocked <laughs> this kid into the water. Like Mr. Miyagi finds joy in life where he can. I guess. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Miyagi's still the best part of that this movie. But he's just... <laughs> he, uh, uh, yeah. It's fine. Oh, another funny line was when they had to drive to his house for the first time, and Mr. Miyagi had like a truck, but Mr. Miyagi mm -hmm. doesn't have a license, and neither did Daniel. And then mm -hmm. Daniel's like, I don't have a license. And Mr. Miyagi's like, Oh, neither do I. And then Daniel just goes, <laughs> And I think he just was dead serious when he said this. He was like, Oh, I guess it's okay then. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be a joke, but it, I don't know. Teaching Daniel son the important lessons in life. <laughs> Uh, and then the ending of this of the original Karate Kid is mm -hmm. so rushed and awkward. Like it, okay. Like it just gets to the final four, and then mm -hmm. you just kind of have like mostly this one angle of just like seeing all the points play out, mm -hmm. and then eventually he like does the crane stance, kicks him in the face, and then it's he like like they raise him in the air and then the movie's over it's just like it oh, ends yeah. so abruptly that's like i feel like that's classic like 80s sports movie ending it's just like yeah we did Maybe. it freeze frame but they didn't have like any we'll, we'll get into it like there's like a scene that they had to add into the flashback in cobra kai because like it mm -hmm. wasn't in the original movie ah it was in the second movie bam Oh, was it? Okay, I was wondering. Which it I did haven't it... seen, but I looked up. <laughs> okay, because I was wondering because it was like, uh, it, it didn't look like they CGI'd. It, like, it looked yeah. like it was it was still old footage, but I was confused. Okay. But yeah, we don't get explanation of like how the tournament works either. So, so like mm -hmm. in previous rounds, they were doing like best of three points, but then in the finals, it was like best of five, but they never said it. So it was like, I, at one point I was like, oh, did Daniel win already? And then I was like, oh, wait, it's best of five. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like really awkward. I don't know. Okay. And then let's move on <laughs> from the 1984. <laughs> uh -huh. 1986 was Karate Kid Part 2. I feel like I've seen mm -hmm. Part 1 and 2, but I don't have any memories of them. And I wasn't going to go rewatch all of them. In later seasons of Cobra Kai, like they bring in more people and plot lines from Part 2 and 3. Oh, where okay. season one is just pretty much the original movie. The original, okay, gotcha. And then Karate Kid Part Three came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. But before we get to the 1994, the next Karate Kid with the mm -hmm. the Which girl, the one with the, the girl, girl Karate yeah. Kid. Are you are you aware of Are you aware of the Karate Kid the animated series? I became aware of that today on Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> Did you listen to the intro song? Of the oh show. no, I did not. <laughs> All right, you ready to listen to the intro song of the show on the podcast? A hundred percent. Because this song slaps. Ready? <laughs> okay.
All right, that's the whole song. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's, oh my that's, god. That's that's the rest. That's there's another like forty seconds, but it's the same. It's just that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't believe what I was watching when I found that. <laughs> Karate Kid. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea what that show's about. Like the intro package has like like them fighting guys on bikes and they might be in the middle of a jungle with like alligator. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this <laughs> karate kid animated series. I think there's only one season of this, maybe like thirteen episodes or something. Yeah, I think I read that like an important thing from Mr. Miyagi's shrine or whatever has been stolen and they have to go find it. <laughs> and that that's pretty much it I can't wait for the flashbacks in cobra kai of oh well here's kai the thing <laughs> the people who've made cobra kai have decided that that is not canon oh come so on they don't have to worry they could at it. least work the theme song in oh well sadly they haven't but <laughs> they did put like the shrine in as a little like easter egg in season three oh uh, so okay we okay. got that to look forward to <laughs> Yeah, the Karate Kid animated series, I'm pretty sure it aired on NBC. Like, it was on national TV. I don't know what time slot it had, but... Oh, it was probably, I, it was probably like Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. yeah. Saturday morning NBC in 1989. <laughs> I mean, there was a, what, Jackie Chan Adventures cartoon. Now that, like, okay, that 90s, show, so... legit awesome. I watched that <laughs> show. That was on my Saturday morning cartoons, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was much what must watch. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I watched it again, it'd probably not... <laughs> withstand the test of time but but in my head it's incredible <laughs> all right then in 1994 we get the next karate kid with the girl i don't think i've ever seen this i, I think it's on netflix though i might check okay. it out <laughs> i'm not sure though yeah i think i remember like seeing a scene or two when it was on tv like i was flipping through but then it was like in the middle so i didn't keep watching and i never went back i probably saw this title before and was just like oh that must be the second karate kid movie <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> and then Big gap, 16 years after that, 2010, we get The Karate Kid again. With Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith. Yeah, Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan, and Taraji Henson, who I feel like she's in a lot of stuff now, and she's a pretty big deal. I don't know how big she was in 2010, but she's um in Hidden Figures. Oh, yeah. She's the, the black computer that gets like picked and gets to work on the launches for, for NASA. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she's she's Jaden Smith's mom. Uh-huh. In this okay. movie, I think she's funny in this too. And here's the big, here's the big <laughs> uh, thing that people aren't gonna like that I say. Mm-hmm. This 2010 Karate Kid movie is the best Karate Kid movie, and it's not even close. <laughs> I don't know. It feels wrong because, like, literally, like. There's no karate in this movie, right? Jackie yeah, Chan yeah. teaches him kung fu. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that makes it problematic for being the best karate kid movie. Where's your karate? Well, yeah. It uses the same storyline. I, I don't have an <laughs> issue with them doing it. Like kung fu is cooler than karate, but they wanted the name. They wanted the brand name. <laughs> also, they can't call it the they can't call it the kung fu kid. That just sounds Oh, they terrible. absolutely could. That's so much no. fun. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Better than the Karate Kid? Like, come on. I don't know. Kung Fu Kid sounds... <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu Kid sounds awesome. I guess But so. do you find... I don't remember what Jackie Chan's name is in this movie. Mr. Han. Find... Mr. Han. Mr. Han. Do you find Mr. Han's method of training of hanging the jacket up or yes. whatever a more valuable or 
a training method that makes more sense to you than sand the floor, paint the fence? Uh, I like it better because, like, Jackie Chan's not conning Jaden Smith into doing his chores. He's, like, <laughs> he literally sets up, like, a peg on a post and has mm -hmm. him, like, put his jacket on the post and pick it up and put it on and take it off and put it back on the post over and over and over again. So he's not, like, taking advantage of him, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It, it it does seem dumb, but I I like the scene where it like this where like the moves come to fruition, mm -hmm. and he gets to like they spar together and they use the moves they learned like they have the yeah. same kind of scene, uh, and I I think it works. I like it, <laughs> so okay. I like that he's not getting conned into doing chores, and and the reason that he's asking telling him to hang up his jacket is because like there's a thing in the movie where his mom keeps telling him to hang up his jacket and he like doesn't do it. So Jackie Chan is also teaching him like uh like uh, a moral lesson or like yeah to stop being a little shit and hang up his yeah, he's teach, yeah he's teaching him like an ethical kind of thing or like how to have good manners not just not just the physical ability of okay painting but fences mr. And whatnot. but mr miyagi is also teaching daniel how to wax cars paint fences sand floors he's you know providing that kid with I valuable guess. skills i guess so although he's not actually teaching him like the best way to do it he's just teaching him like a way to do it that also is karate i'm gonna tell you to do it this way because then it will turn into a karate move later mm -hmm. <laughs> like especially with like uh like sanding the floors like <laughs> i'm pretty sure it, that's not the best way to be sanding the floors <laughs> okay maybe oh but there is a line in the original karate kid movie where daniel's mm -hmm. like uh mr miyagi where'd you get all these cars from because mr miyagi has like a for some reason, has like nice cars in his yeah, but little like house. classic cars, yeah, yeah. And he says Detroit, and then I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jaden Smith and his mom are like from Detroit. Okay. In that, I don't know if that's a shout out to the original movie or not, but uh, yeah, they have to move from Detroit, Detroit to China, and so it's a lot, it's a lot more um, sympathy for me for for Jaden Smith than for Daniel in the original, because like he's still in the United States. And he moved from Jersey to Southern California. Like, what's he complaining about? <laughs> I mean, mostly probably the beatings from the bullies. I well, think yeah, that's what he's complaining about. Well, yeah, but it, 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 he could be in a whole other country and not know how to speak the language. Is what I'm saying. I guess that's true. And then it, it, I didn't put this together, but then this has to be a shout out to the original movie that instead of learning crane style, mm -hmm. he learns cobra style. <laughs> <laughs> in uh the uh yeah. jackie chan version that makes sense <laughs> i think it's cobra style it's something with a snake i'm pretty sure he calls it cobra mm. style and then the big kicker for this karate uh -huh. kid movie or no let me say this okay there there's also cringe moments <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna movie. say the one thing i remember about this movie concretely is that he jaden smith is out at an arcade with the girl yes. or whatever <laughs> And they're playing Dance Dance Revolution or some equivalent thereof. Yeah. And at the end, the machine just goes, sexy. And I'm like, these no, are no, such no, small children. No, it says, you're hot. Oh, is that what it is? My brain made yeah, it worse, it wasn't, I guess. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution still, isn't going to tell you sexy. <laughs> I, I don't know. It traumatized me a little. These poor, poor children. It was funny. <laughs> uh yeah but so yeah the love scenes are like also cringe in this one but i i think they're like cuter in a way because well, they they're like younger, middle school kids instead right? of yeah. yeah whereas like in the original one they're supposed to be like 
seniors in high school or something and I don't know. Their yeah. their like romantic relationship is like too serious and like <laughs> not enjoyable to watch. Okay. Whereas this one is at least a little cute. Fair enough. And then the the big kicker is that the combat is just way better <laughs> in the Jackie Chan version. I I don't know. The combat just doesn't work for me. The old the no? old movie combat. Okay. I don't know. I cannot speak to either karate or kung fu. I've never learned them. I don't know if <laughs> I don't Either think. Of choreography I don't think that was the issue. Accurate, it was just but, the choreography uh, that the director yeah. chose. You know. I don't know. I mean, I'm still gonna say I think I like the original Karate Kid better than uh, the new uh, one. You, you need to go back and watch it before you can say <laughs> that. We had this debate when I watched the new Karate Kid, though, and I feel like I had recently watched the the old one and still came out I on. Do not know why you would have watched the old one recently. <laughs> That's just not a move that anybody would do unless you i think it was just to prove you wrong it. so that way <laughs> i could be like no the old one's better yeah i i just don't think that's true <laughs> there's a couple of things we can get to during this okay. recap because there's gonna be some flashbacks <laughs> to the original movie oh, yeah uh and we can do some more comparisons along the way okay that brings us to 2018 cobra kai still going strong season five is coming out on September 9th. 9th. Yes. Here's the breakdown for Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai is an action comedy drama. Mm -hmm. On the wiki, it says, it re-examines the Miyagi-verse narrative from Johnny's <laughs> point of view, his decision to reopen the Cobra Kai karate dojo, and the rekindling of his old rivalry with Daniel. So this will have Johnny and Daniel from the original movie yep. in it as 34 years later mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're like i don't know what actual age the actors were but their characters are like 50 low 50s, Mid -50s yeah. yeah 51 52 now going into yeah. the series so this this show the first two seasons were actually released on youtube red or premium or whatever they called their subscription yeah it was called youtube red at the time but now they've changed it to premium yeah, it might have switched over like between season one or two from what I was looking. Mm. And then they produced the third season of the show, or were producing, or in the middle of it, and then YouTube decided to stop producing their scripted original <laughs> shows. <laughs> so they had a third season, but nobody knew where to put it. Mm -hmm. So Netflix picked it up in 2020, yeah. and they released the third season in 2021. And then later in 2021, Netflix renewed for season four, and then before season four was even released, they renewed for season five. Well, dang. Uh, so they, they, they were feeling good about season four after <laughs> that was made. Um, and now, I guess based on season four, the show has been nominated for, I think, like two Emmys. Yeah, I, I looked it up. There Something were, like that? I mean, they've been nominated in the past for oh, like okay. fight choreography stuff, but oh. they got nominated now for like best comedy series or something. Something really along those damn lines. something that's not just about the fighting <laughs> okay so this is a, a like academy approved this show or something like that yeah whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on the radars of people that vote for things yes <laughs> but yeah season five premieres on netflix september 9th and that's why we're talking about it <laughs> yep pretty much right it was well, on your list this, anyway. I right? had this on my list for us to watch anyway, but the, the timing seemed appropriate. So Yeah. Anything else you got on Cobra Kai before we um, actually get to the recap? Mm, 
I think I'm ready to move on to episode one of Cobra Kai. Okay, here we go. We start with a flashback to the original Karate Kid movie, and it's yes. the tournament finals. It's December 19th, 1984. <laughs> All <laughs> Valley Under 18 Karate <laughs> Tournament. Yeah, like this tournament, right? It's like, it's very regional, correct? It's like, oh yeah, it's, yes, it's, a, <laughs> it's like, it's just like the LA area or whatever. Yes, like, but okay. like everybody is very intense about karate in the Karate Kid movies. Like not just in the, the tournament itself, but like there's a lot of people at it. Like you'd expect, like my brother did Taekwondo going up, growing up and like the people at the tournament are just everybody's moms. Like this yeah. was like a proper audience. And there's an episode later in Cobra Kai where somebody explains that like karate in the 80s in the valley was like football in texas like people just give way they too tried, much of a shit they about tried to karate. justify it yes <laughs> that that's not actually true though right it's just i don't the, think the that's lore true that's of... just a yeah the lore of the miyagi verse <laughs> the miyagi verse i like miyagi verse that's a good term mm -hmm. but yeah so this this flashback they they do a couple they they only pretty much use footage from the original movie I think they do mm -hmm. only use footage from the original movie. And then they use footage later, you said, from the beginning of the second Karate Kid? Yes. Yeah, okay. But in this flashback, they, like, add, like, freeze frames where they, like, put the scoreboard on, like, the score on the board and stuff. So this flashback of the Torment Finals is actually better than the original cut of the <laughs> Torment Finals. <laughs> well, it's like opinion. an abbreviated thing, right? They're not showing it. They want to just, like, make a dramatic real quick you remember this big fight yeah the thing that you cared about from that movie but having just watched i like I, I watched the original movie and then watched this and i was like oh this was way way cooler and it had <laughs> it actually had like music over the fight too mm -hmm. uh which i feel like there might have been some sort of music going on but it was not like loud and intense you know in the original movie it was just yeah. kind of like you were just it was like if you were just there watching them fight <laughs> for the most part what drives me nuts about this uh, flashback and also about the original movie is there's that one dumb kid from the Cobra Kai dojo who's just like, yeah, get him a body bag in the background and just <laughs> dance out so much. And I'm like, what have they done to these children? They're so aggressive. <laughs> I remember that line. I don't remember. I don't know. I couldn't pick out which guy kid it was. I, am, I have no distinguishing factors to bring up. He was one of the other karate boys. Uh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, then Daniel, like, Crane kicks him to the face, as, you know, you'd expect, because you've seen the movie before, and that's that's where the flashback ends. And we get, like, this, we get this, like, new shot of Johnny. It's not, it's not even, like, the actor that's playing Johnny here. It's, like, some mm -hmm. stunt double where of him just, like, lying face down on the mat, because that's an angle that's, like, not in the original movie. Yeah. And they zoom in on the Cobra Kai logo on yeah. his back. And then it cuts to a similar shot pulling out of grown-up Johnny passed out in his bed with beer cans and chips. <laughs> yes. 34 years later, it's the quote-unquote present day when this came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, all I have about Johnny in this opening like, sequence is, like, this guy seems to not care about anything. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, almost immediately obvious that, like, <laughs> this regional karate... <laughs> tournament final where he got second mm -hmm. place and not first 
somehow 34 years later is still like <laughs> has destroyed his life somehow like i don't it's know literally what the turning point in his life <laughs> like he had his high school peak and then daniel kicked it's him so... in the face and ruined so the rest of his life <laughs> it's so ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, so he's laying in bed and his alarm goes off and he we follow him through his like process of getting ready. He's like drinking old beer and from his nightstand and thinking it's gross and then drinking it anyway. You see like his closet, he's got his karate trophy in the back. So like he doesn't have a lot of stuff, but like he still has that. And like he's making a gross breakfast and like clearly he lives alone in a shitty apartment. And he's got a little soccer photo of a young boy from 2010 on his fridge. So, like, presumably a child that is not in this apartment. Yeah, it just seems really sad. Yep. And then he's going to walk outside. He's going to take out the trash. Yep. And then he's going to run into this this kid named Miguel who just moved into the apartment building. And Miguel's going to try to be friendly and talk to him. And Johnny is going to not have any interest in talking to Miguel at all. The first words are supposed hero protagonist of the show says is great more immigrants Johnny, <laughs> come on jesus oh johnny sucks like yeah, you thought oh, obi-wan sucked in the obi-wan no no johnny fucking sucks so bad obi-wan just sucked relative to like how jedis usually were this is I just guess... uh, this is just being terrible that's true i mean johnny wasn't great in karate kid and in terms of like as a human being he continued to not be great. Yeah, he didn't learn anything. No, like this guy is like stuck in the the moment that was that what his life could have been. He never like has grown since that kick to the face. He is just Johnny from the eighties. It's terrible. So yeah, he gets Miguel shut up and go away. Yeah, Miguel just wants to know like he's like you know we're new to the building. The water pressure is terrible in our apartment. Is it fine in yours? And he's just like. This place sucks. The only reason I like it here is because I don't have to talk to anyone. Goodbye. The water pressure on the faucet, I think, is like a, a shout out to the original movie as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say they do. I want to say it's the same thing in um, the Jackie Chan one. Oh, as probably. Well. It makes sense. Yeah. Actually, no, it might be the shower in the in that one. I don't know. I, I, I didn't re go back and rewatch that, but I've seen it enough times. Mm -hmm. So then Johnny's going to get in his car and go for a ride. Uh, not just any car. It's his very old beat up cool that car that was definitely cool in the 80s it's like, a pontiac that's all i know a pontiac firebird oh okay i okay, guess you was got cool it. in the 80s but yeah. um yeah it is it looks a little beat to shit but he is clinging to his 80s coolness with every fiber of his being <laughs> yes and there's even um even though it's like this show is still 2018 is when the show is like mm -hmm. the music that they use throughout different parts like they'll use like the chicago bulls theme song from the 80s or whatever okay in some scenes and then there was like i think i have later like there's like a dean martin soundtrack oh, yeah. which i assume is from that time period as well so like oh, no, even no, no. the that's music that's definitely from earlier but oh that's like, older oh, okay yeah but like here is like they use rock, old music like, yeah. all over the place in this this or whatever would have been popular or people would have been listening to in the 80s maybe is what it's it really is. yeah whatever music johnny likes is mostly what is in this. there you go <laughs> so he's in his car he's riding around and he's gonna stop at a light or something and then he looks up at a billboard and the billboard says la russo auto group we kick the competition 
And Daniel is on this billboard, like, with his leg, like, out doing a sidekick. Like, much in the same way that Johnny's life has never moved past this moment of karate in the 80s, I feel like Daniel has never moved past it either. Like, it's his whole identity, it seems. So I I don't know what, I don't remember exactly what happens in Karate Kid 2 and 3. But, like, mm-hmm. from Karate Kid 1 alone, like, Daniel would not be famous for being a Karate Kid from this <laughs> regional. Except. Except, I guess, the lore of the show or whatever. In the Miyagi-verse, the Valley, like, Karate in the Valley <laughs> I was, guess like, so. football in Texas. So, okay, yeah, it totally okay. makes sense. I guess I just have to accept that. <laughs> and I think in the third one, he also wins the tournament. So, he's a two-time All-Valley Under-18 Karate Tournament winner. Okay, one of the movies I swear takes place in Japan, but maybe they go back yeah. to the states. I'm not sure. No, I think the second movie is in Japan, and then the third movie, um, they come back, and he actually lives with Mr. Miyagi because his mom had to leave to take care of like a sick relative. I got deep. Oh, okay. Um, but Mr. Miyagi will not train him for the tournament because he's like, that's not what karate's for. So Daniel actually joins Cobra Kai and some coked out moron like whoever has taken over cobra kai like tortures him to get back at him for shit and then at the end he wins the tournament i don't know what happens in the middle but it's a lot of nonsense all right okay maybe daniel has more of a reputation than i'm giving credit (laughs) for i think john when johnny looks at the sign he's like uh another one as in like daniel has like multiple la russo auto group locations like daniel must be doing pretty good with himself he's pretty successful But then Johnny just puts on his cool guy sunglasses and turns up the music and drives away. Yeah. And then he's going to be like creepy to a woman. Yeah. There's a a woman stretching on the street and he, he's checking her. He's just like, hey. And she like literally calls him a creep and just runs away. <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote down a bunch of Johnny not being a good person highlights, but at some point I just gave up. I think <laughs> yeah, at some point it's... we'll just get the picture. Yeah. It's, he's not, it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> But after this, we get a work montage because he's a handyman, I guess. And he's at people's houses cleaning out gutters and children are shooting water guns at him. I don't think he's a very good handyman because at another house, he's like messing with an electrical box and he just like jams a screwdriver in them and then like low key electrocutes himself, which seems like you should know better if, if you're a handyman. That's in another episode, you said? No, that's like in this montage. Oh, really? There's just, I there's must, just I a moment. It. I missed it. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty quick. And then we finally arrive at he's installing a TV on a wall, and he actually seems like he's doing not a terrible job at it. Yeah, I thought he was fine. Like, it seemed like he was decent enough at his job, but he doesn't, um, maybe doesn't pay attention to detail. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. a woman comes in and, like, yells at him because he has put the TV on the wrong wall. And she says she told him to put it on the wall across from the door. But there are two walls across from doors, so uh, it was clearly a misunderstanding on both parts. And but it, this argument kind of escalates, and he's trying to actually de-escalate the situation. He's like, "Hey, we'll figure this out. Like, I cannot finish this today. I'll come back tomorrow. But you know, just quit bitching at me," which is the worst thing he could have said. She does not, not the worst, that. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the worst, but in this situation, it's the thing that really gets him in trouble because. Uh, our next scene is him outside on the phone with his boss getting fired because she called his boss and said he called her a bitch. Okay, this scene made me laugh because he was saying, like, I didn't call her a bitch. I just said she was bitching at me. <laughs> and then later in the conversation, he's like, 
you're really gonna fire me over that bitch <laughs> yeah so i i don't really um yeah there's no reason not to believe that he would have called someone a bitch because that's johnny yeah maybe like walked into the hr department and you were like <laughs> you're like i didn't call that bitch a bitch or something <laughs> yeah like, it's, uh, it's like oh you're not gonna win any uh, any your case doing this <laughs> So sad fire Johnny gets his car. Yeah. And then Daniel's ad for his auto group is going to be on the radio, <laughs> which is not good. <laughs> it's going to piss Johnny off even more. Yep. It's not having a good day. I wrote down basically Johnny, Johnny's life sucks and he sucks. That's what I wrote down from this. That's so a far. fair assessment. Yep. <laughs> and then um, I think next week they go to like a quickie mart or something or a mini mart. Yeah. Like something. a little convenience store or something. Yeah. And I don't know, there's, there's like an interaction that happens inside where, like, other people are kind of being shitty to him, too. Yeah, but he is not helping, like, the situation at all. It seems like they might know him, and that's why they're being shitty to him. It's kind of, like, unclear. Mm. Uh, but the part I wrote down is, like, when he's outside drinking in the parking lot or something, there's, like, a homeless woman. <laughs> yes. And the homeless woman's like, hey, get out of here. This is my turf. <laughs> Yes, and he gets really he thought, upset. He's like, he I'm not that... homeless. That is my car. <laughs> yeah. But he's that just like good. eating a slice of pizza, like sitting on the sidewalk yeah. looking sad and like a little messy from the day. Yeah. That 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 also made me laugh. That was good. <laughs> but yeah, he had he'd just been in the convenience store getting his slice of pizza and Miguel had come in because he needed to get some Pepto Bismol for his grandma and he's trying to make small talk and Johnny's terrible. And while Johnny's outside eating his pizza. Some dude bros show up and they... High school dude bros. Some high school dude bros, yeah. Miguel so is they... also in high school. Yes. Um, the high school dude bros show up in like a friggin' Hummer or whatever. And they they go inside. And honestly, I don't know what they said because I don't speak dude bro, but I'm pretty sure they were trying to buy some beer. They said some nonsense. I could not, <laughs> I could not decipher. Yeah, I think that is what they were doing. And then... They didn't show the scene, but I think when they went in, Miguel, like, said hi to them in a way that, like, must have implied that they were underaged. And then they, like, he, like, ruined whatever they were going to do to buy the buy the alcohol. Right. (laughs) That's what I've gathered, but they didn't show the scene. Yeah, because what we see is the dude bros pushing Miguel out of the convenience store. And he's, like, apologizing. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were trying to buy beer. And they're like, that guy thought we were in college. You messed it up. And (laughs) it's like, okay. But so the lead dude bro like pushes him to the ground through some bushes. And then all the dude bros surround him to be menacing dude bros. Yeah. It's basically the exact, (laughs) like, (laughs) it's the exact like beat up. Like Miguel is the new Daniel. Yes. And he's the one getting beat up by the jerk guys at the high school. Mm -hmm. Like, it's basically just the exact same scene almost. Yeah, except, like, here we get to see Johnny just sit and eat his pizza through most of yes. this harassing event. Like, he is not worrying about it. These guys, like, find his Pepto-Bismol and, like, dump it all over him and, like, give him a new nickname about having diarrhea or something. And Johnny does not care until Miguel tries to run away and they push him into his car. And He's like, hey, wait, watch the car leave it alone yeah he does not come to miguel's rescue like uh, mr miyagi did yes original. he does not care about this child at all yeah but then once the the car gets knocked 
yeah, like you said, Johnny, this has Johnny's attention now. And Johnny's just like not really good at talking to people or like communicating. <laughs> so this true. escalates very quickly as well. Oh, yeah. Basically, I think one of them recognizes him as like the handyman that came and cleaned out his dad's septic tank. And so they say that he smells like shit and he's just like super offended by these. Ch- I'm like, duper teenagers <laughs> yeah. are going to say dumb shit. You just let it go. But then the lead dude bro pushes him and at that point johnny just fucking kicks this child right in the goddamn face (laughs) like it escalates so fast he really beats these kids (laughs) not like he like he like hits them and then you know he doesn't like get on top of them and like keep punching them but he's like he is striking them like in the face with punches Mm -hmm. and kicks like and um when mr miyagi comes to daniel's rescue in the original one i also Mm -hmm. feel like mr miyagi was really giving it to those kids as well <laughs> and in the jackie chan version mm-hmm. and i don't know if this is like a kung fu versus karate kind of thing and maybe it's also because jackie chan fights against a bunch of middle school kids in the scene <laughs> uh-huh. in that one mm-hmm. but jackie chan fights in a way where he like sidesteps a lot of the kids and then he like uses the kids in a way where like they 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 keep like hitting themselves or like their buddies will like the, the the kids will like hit each other but jackie chan never actually like hits or punches the kids <laughs> you know oh yeah like mm-hmm. and then they they even have like uh dre is the kid's name in that movie and he's like he's like how'd you do that it's like they it's like they were fighting against themselves like they <laughs> they like ju- they actually make an attempt to like justify that jackie chan has fought these kids in a way that like wasn't unethical yeah. it's not him just beating on <laughs> yeah some but mr miyagi and johnny they kind of just they 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 take these high school kids to the cleaners basically. <laughs> like, it's pretty well, savage. Yeah. For Mr. Miyagi, it was the eighties, and for Johnny, it's still the eighties. So yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, so, yeah. He beats these kids, but then the cops are going to show up while Johnny. Well, there is like... one thing I love about this fight, which is just like Johnny was mid pizza slice, right, and he had to drop it for this fight, and you just see the like homeless woman who was just harassing him, just enjoying oh. his pizza in the background, watching him beat the shit out of these kids. I missed that. Also, Miguel is amazed. I did write down that, like, the combat in this fight is already better than the original Karate Kid movie. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Okay. Fair enough. They do have uh, good fight choreography in this for the most yeah. part. Yeah. It might have been the music was just better, too. I, I don't I don't know what it was about it, but I just already felt like it was better. <laughs> okay. But then the cops show up and see that Johnny's beating up these kids. So the cops come and they, I think they knock Johnny out, right? They, one of them comes up and maces him right in the face from close distance. And I gotta say, when you mace somebody from that close, you don't just mace them. You mace yourself. Like, in high Uh... school, I was at a party once and somebody was playing with some mace outside the house and a window was open and it wafted in and like half of my face got basically maced with very little effort there is no way this cop would survive this macing without damaging himself yeah it was intense that's how mace just works in movies and tv shows though that's true i think but yeah it (laughs) It was was hilarious just he gets right up on him and it's just like mace and then i think they knock him out too after yes they they do knock him out for good measure because i guess it's also the 80s for the cops in this this show too I guess so. So presumably he was taken to jail for some amount of time, but next time we see him, he's being let out. Yeah, it seems like it's the next Maybe like day. Overnight like overnight or something. Sunrise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets back to the apartment, and Miguel's there, and Miguel's like, "Oh my god, that was crazy! You got to teach me how to do that." 
and he's asking like what what was that like what what were you what was that jujitsu what was that and then johnny's very like serious he's like that was karate <laughs> how dare Come you on. <laughs> karate is the best and most serious of disciplines <laughs> of course it was karate no mm -hmm. no other technique would have worked in that situation <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but that's how it felt. Like, yeah, felt, yeah, like, it felt like Johnny yeah. is like very, it's like karate is the only way to fight. <laughs> this is the beginning of everyone in this show taking karate way too seriously. It's intense. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Johnny is not interested in teaching Miguel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all. he's like, no, I don't even know if I could be around kids right now. Yeah, that was, that was a good line. There. That was a good line. Yeah. And, and he says he needs to find a job. So Miguel's like, just open a karate school. And he's like, it's called a dojo. Like, then <laughs> yeah. open a dojo. And he's like, no. And he goes away. There is a bit of advice that Johnny does give Miguel, though. And I don't have any kids. But you have a kid. Not quite of karate fighting age yet. But I need you to okay. judge if this advice is any good. He just said, try not being so annoying. Maybe you'll stop getting your ass kicked. Johnny's like, great with the advice here. I mean, it's not it's not a a kind way to give advice, <laughs> but it pro I mean, hopefully nobody's getting their ass kicked. If you're getting your ass well, kicked, yeah, it's not right. it's not your fault. If you're getting okay. teased, it, like it could be because you're annoying. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But if you're just l living your life like Miguel is, and you're getting your ass kicked, there's nothing you can do. Or there, there's there's no I like mean, according social. To Kai, there is something. There's no like social thing that he could do that is like gonna make him not get beat up. No, although it seems like is learn like, karate. Miguel is only getting beat up because he like messed up their scam for yeah. getting alcohol, right? Whereas like Daniel in the first movie like just moves to town and immediately starts dating the Johnny's like ex girlfriend or something, and that's I think that's the reason that they hate him so much. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, he didn't know. Like, he just found a girl he liked and started talking to her, and Johnny lost his absolute shit about it. Yeah. But Daniel just, like, keeps on dating this girl, so, like, the issue between them, like, doesn't go away. But, like, does is Miguel actually at risk of getting beat up again going forward in this? Because it was just, like, a one-time thing that happened. I guess they could keep being mad at him because he ruined their, their scam, but... Yeah. They definitely, like, keep up with the nickname... I don't think and Miguel like, gets beat up again in these first two episodes, does he? Uh, I think that is correct. He does get beat up again later, but Daniel gets beat up at least like three times in the original movie before oh, yeah. <laughs> before he gets Mr. Miyagi's help. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but then Johnny's gonna go into his apartment, and Sarah, can you explain who these two people are that are just <laughs> waiting for him in his apartment? Are so he comes into his apartment, and there's a woman on his couch just watching TV, and she is like. Looks like maybe she's in nurse scrubs, but Johnny clearly doesn't know who she is because he's just like, who are you? What are you doing here? And then there's an old man looking through his fridge and criticizing his old meat or whatever. And this is Sid. It is Johnny's stepfather. And stepfather, okay. The woman on the couch is Sid's nurse because he's an old man who has a lot of health issues. So he has a nurse that uh, okay. takes care of him. That makes sense. All I have in this is that we basically find out that, like, Johnny is a dad, and his son yeah. must be, like, they say the son must be, like, 14 or 15, but I think based on the photo from 2010. It's like, 15 or 16, I think, is. Okay, I was going to say, like, yeah. 18, but um, still, I think he's in high school also. Yeah, he's about the same age as Miguel. Who basically. knows if this kid's going to get roped up and all this karate nonsense. Oh. 
Uh, of course he is. <laughs> since he's also in high school. Oh, like like spoiler alert! By like season two, all of the valley is like wrapped up in this karate nonsense. No child is safe. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, that 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 could be spicy. Oh, it gets very spicy. <laughs> But so, yeah, Sid has bailed Johnny out from jail the previous night, apparently. And this seems to have happened in the past. And I guess Johnny's mom is dead because Sid keeps talking about how he promised her that he would take care of her son. But now he's done. So he has written Johnny a check to, like, buy him out of his life so he never has to deal with him again. But Johnny does not accept this. <laughs> that is correct. He immediately rips it up. And we don't know how much it was for. I am interested in knowing that. But yeah. And if he just says no, does that mean, like, this Sid guy is still, like, responsible for him? Is that, like, a thing? <laughs> or I mean, could the Sid guy just be like, nah. He's a 50-whatever-year-old man. No one is responsible for him. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I think as far as Sid is concerned, he's like, I've, I've washed my hands of this man. I don't have to deal with him anymore. Like, whether or not he accepts this money, he's just like, I'm done. I don't know why he doesn't just take the money. Johnny's a pretty unreasonable guy. Well, they do seem to have a pretty rocky relationship and like honestly like sid's also an asshole so like i can understand why that would be a fraught relationship if johnny's only been a problem for him like and that's their relationship is like johnny is a problem and he fixes it then you know it can feel however he wants to feel i mean i guess but like, i don't know the background the full background of this character we do get like flashbacks in later seasons that show like he was always really shitty to him even as a kid so oh okay Sid has also not grown <laughs> over the course of this whole years. <laughs> situation, yeah. Okay. But yeah, then he uh, like basically leaves and tells Johnny he'd tell him to get his life in order. But at this point, it's just too late. Whatever. But thanks, Sid. Words of encouragement. It really is like a long, drawn out, like, just like, okay, let's just show how terrible Johnny's life is and <laughs> how much as it's like his fault <laughs> you mm -hmm. know yeah uh and then we're gonna get another scene that shows that even more after this <laughs> yes it is i'm assuming later that night he's watching some 80s movie with dudes and jets in the dark i don't know what movie this is but um johnny is like pouring whiskey into beer cans and you know drinking that like a classy man he is he's not having a good time uh but then uh a commercial for daniel's Ooh. Auto group. Not quite. No? In, oh, there's something no, that no, happens no. else? There's, this movie is important. I don't know what it is, but there's some inspirational moment happening okay. in this movie. And it seems to really resonate with Johnny. There's like this voiceover with guys like, God doesn't give people things he doesn't want them to use. And then we get flashbacks to Johnny doing karate. Because clearly God has given Johnny karate and he must use it. And then the... The voiceover continues like, he gave you the touch. It's the power you have inside you down there where you keep your guts. And it's like, so 80s and real bad. Oh, okay. But then he flashbacks to like him beating up teens. Like that's some highlight of his life recently. Yeah. I miss these flashbacks. I, had the fl I saw flashbacks when he was like drunk driving late in like the very, really soon. Oh, there are more. There are okay. a lot of flashbacks in this episode. This movie he's watching, it looks like it's like some sort of knockoff of like Top Gun because they're like yes. in airplanes or something. I, I I don't know if this is a real movie or not. I think it is. I just because I feel like everything in this movie is a reference to something, whether it's Karate Kid or just the eighties. So I feel like it's got to be some eighties movie uh, that okay. matters to somebody. Hmm. Okay. Were there any more flashbacks? 
Um, in this scene? No, well, then the, just the last part of this, it's, it's all you need to blast back in and take back what they took from you. And then after that, it cuts to the oh, commercial okay. from Daniel's dealership. I'm not listening to the foreshadowing. Oh, it was movie. so dramatic. God has chosen Johnny for karate, and he must take back what he lost. <laughs> Jesus. It's a huge motivational moment and turning point for Johnny in this show. <laughs> but he gets real upset at Daniel existing and smashes his TV and grabs his keys to go drunk drive around the city like 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 a hero. Is this the guy who's the hero of the show, really? The show is about him. I know. It's the only... So, like, I'm going to spoil the rest of this first two episodes a little bit. <laughs> okay. It's essentially an like identical rehash <laughs> of... <laughs> The original movie, like the beginning of the original movie, except that we're getting like everyone's perspective and not just Daniel's, like, or, or not just like the main character mm. or, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Like, you're not getting the original Daniel and Mr. Miyagi's point of view only. Like, you're getting the yes. Johnny's point of view and Daniel's point of view and Miguel's point of view. Mm -hmm. So, there's more, there's more angles to this, but. Overall, the story is like pretty much the same, uh, yeah. at least just for the first two episodes. And but also like Johnny is way worse than like like just as a like I don't know like the the original Karate Kid was underdog making his way through the world with karate or whatever until ultimately he wins the tournament, right? But here Johnny's the underdog, but he's also just really shitty, <laughs> just yeah. not a good person, and it makes it hard to root for him. For these first two episodes, Johnny is like more of the Mr. Miyagi. But I guess we haven't got to that part yet, but he's kind of like the Mr. Miyagi role more than yes. anything in this first two episodes at least. But like for the most part, Mr. Miyagi had his shit together. Yeah, we didn't get to see what Mr. Miyagi was like like leading up to cho like uh choosing to train Daniel. Mm -hmm. Uh but yeah, where were we? Uh Johnny is drunk driving through the city, playing 80s music and having more flashbacks to the good times with his bros when they're riding motorbikes or whatever, and then to the bad times when Daniel's hitting on his girl and then kicking him in the face. It's just another flashback of the, like, all the moments of the original movie, basically. Yes. And it has, like, silly stuff, like, they flashback to him, like, getting kicked in the face, and then, like, they cut back to present time, and then Johnny's, like, Doing like a face palm to his head as if he's like mm -hmm. reacting, <laughs> reimagining oh. re getting kicked in the face again yes. or something. Yeah, uh, it's very weird. And but this is where I wrote down. I guess the original Karate Kid movie is literally all Johnny thinks about. <laughs> like, oh yeah, for thirty four years, this is the only thing he's thought about. <laughs> that's he has that's never moved past this karate tournament. And this punk from Jersey who stole his girlfriend and ruined his life. Yeah. And I, yeah. this is where I wrote down, like, there's no way this one minor event should have ruined his life. <laughs> well, I guess all he really had was karate. And then he wasn't good enough at karate. He had, so, all he had was well, karate. And then he had 34 years to come up with something <laughs> else and couldn't, I guess. Okay. He didn't. That's because God chose him for karate, like uh, the movie yeah. said. And this this is where we get, I wrote down this was a new flashback, but you said this is just from the second Yeah, this second is from movie. the beginning of the second movie. And actually, so, like, this, I would have liked to see this scene in the original in some capacity, 
mm-hmm. but it's basically like the original Cobra Kai sensei, like choking out Johnny, like after the tournament to like teach him a lesson for not winning or <laughs> like so, something, yeah. something like really terrible. <laughs> Johnny's like, I tried my best. And he's like, your best isn't good enough. Yeah. And it's like real bad. It was yeah. clearly a very traumatic experience for him, which is also probably part of the reason he can't move on. Like, boy needs some therapy, but he's not going to get it. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's, like, the only explanation is, like, the original sensei was just so, did so much mental damage to Johnny that he hasn't recovered in 34 years is mm-hmm. the the angle. And it's easy to also continue to hate Daniel when he sees his, like, billboards and commercials everywhere and he sees that he's doing real good and he's gonna hold on to that bitterness for 34 yeah. years uh but then eventually he's gonna he's gonna like park his car i i didn't really know where he was he was he at this car. the all valley sports arena because oh, that's he went back where to, he like, lost the, the tournament <laughs> like the building's still there yeah <laughs> okay, so he, i didn't pick up on he, that he halfway parks his car where it's kind of sticking out into the road, but this does not seem to be a road that gets a lot of traffic. And then he's just in the parking lot, just being drunk and annoyed at this building and thinking about the past. And then um, some teenage girls are going to crash their car into Johnny's car. Yup. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, this was like, like, the road was not busy at all wherever he parked this car. Like, it seemed like he was on like some back road late at night. And then mm-hmm. these girls just like they they explained it by being like uh, like they were texting on their phone or something, but they straight up just like hit a parked car, even if this car was yes. like a little bit in the street. Like it's, it's also ridiculous. Bright red. Like, yeah, it's like ridiculous it. that you would have hit this car with no traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they managed to. And yeah, we, there, there's one specific girl that's like, "I told you you shouldn't be texting while you're driving," and uh, they're all freaking out in the car. And then drunk Johnny is like, what the fuck? And he yeah. runs up to this car and starts begging on the window. And he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Open the door. It scares the absolute shit out of these girls. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like he was like a, a serial killer or something. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like demanding that they open the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't blame these girls for just... drive away from an accident, but I do not blame them at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame these girls for driving away, but... <laughs> yeah, so they just drive away and... Then he can't start his car, even though they hit the back. So, like, it should probably still run, but it doesn't. Uh, yeah, you never know. Yeah. So, it also seems like it's pretty shitty all around. So, maybe just the slightest nudge would have made it stop working. But he has to get his car towed. Yeah, so the tow truck guy shows up, and Johnny's like, be careful. She's a classic. <laughs> so, <laughs> this car is not a valuable car, but he's, like, very uh, yeah. uh, attached to it. And then... He's like, where am I? Where do I have to pick up the car? And he's like, oh, it's on the piece of paper that I gave you. And then he like looks at the piece of paper and says, Lorenzo Auto Group. Lorusso Auto Group. And I wrote in my votes, finally, here we go. Something's <laughs> going to happen in the show. <laughs> it's about to get spicy. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Let's get to the plot of the show, please. <laughs> so, like, the next day, I guess, Johnny shows up at this dealership wearing sunglasses with his hood up looking sketchy as hell because he's just trying not to get noticed. Yeah. He made it seem like Daniel has like multiple locations, but I guess he knew that Daniel like works at this one. I don't know. I don't 
know if he knew or he was just like, I'm not taking There's any a chances. Chance that I don't want to see here. him. Yeah. yeah. And he goes in and he's like, I just need to pick up my car. And they're like, oh, it's not done yet. And he's like, I just need to take it anywhere else but here. And in the meanwhile, he hears a salesman in the back being like, oh, you guys just wait right a minute. Uh, Daniel's going to come out. He wants to talk to you. And he's like, fuck it. I got to leave. And he just yeah. starts booking it out of this dealership. But of course, Daniel sees him. Yep. And recognizes him from the back. And he's just like, Johnny? Good to see you. And I'm like, is it Daniel? Is it? Why wouldn't it be? I mean, Daniel should have no beef with this guy. Well, I mean, he I, did I, back I, in the day, I, but ugh. well, you know, everybody's even holding if, grudges in this. So who knows? <laughs> even if you don't hold a grudge, like somebody who was shitty to you in high school, like, but if I you have called out, if you him, kicked that just... person's ass at some <laughs> point, I think face. you'd get over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But he just, like, the the greeting was just like, oh, it's been so long. I haven't seen you. What's up? How is, like, he was being overly friendly. And it was like, yes. I don't know what's up with this, Daniel. I don't believe you. Do you have more notes on this interaction? Because I only have one note on this interaction. <laughs> is it that Daniel then calls in two of his salesmen to be like, I didn't write that down, but yeah, him? that happened. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, is this the guy whose ass you kicked in the tournament? <laughs> yeah. And he's like... Well, technically, I kicked him in the face. And I'm like, here it is. This is why Daniel wanted to talk to him, just to be smug yeah. at him. I, I wrote down, Daniel is also an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I actually wrote down a second thing, and that's, uh, Daniel doesn't really look the same. Like, I don't know if I would have recognized that this was <laughs> really? uh, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> okay. Well, it has been 34 years, you know, yeah. people grow and change. Yeah. I, I think Johnny is more the same than Daniel is. That's uh, fair. Yeah. More recognizable. But yeah. So then a after that, they have like an awkward interaction where like, no, no, stay. I'll, I'll look at your file or whatever. And then he like looks down. And this was a little weird. Like he was like, oh, the Pontiac or something. I like, I don't know. He said like the, the manufacturer of the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he like kind of like had a look at it at the list a little bit. And then he's going to like, first he's going to like try to sell Johnny, like be like, hey, maybe you should just get a new car. I can get you a good deal or whatever. Old. And Johnny, of course, has no interest in anything new. Yeah. Or anything from Daniel. Daniel can kind of tell, I guess, that Johnny's not doing well. So he like offers to pay for the damages, even though I think he says that the value of the car is like less than the, the cost of the like repairs that would be needed. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So this car is like pretty, pretty done. Yeah. I think Johnny eventually does agree to let Daniel pay for the, the Yeah, at the first damages, he's like, right? I don't want your charity or whatever. And he's like, look, it's going to be so much more than it's worth. And he, like, actually shows him how much it's going to cost. And then he's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Because, like, clearly Johnny does not have the money for this. Yeah. So then th their conversation's done. But then Daniel walks away. And then there's, like, a uh, a younger girl that he's, like, talking to. And it's, like, it's the girl that was in the car that hit Johnny's yes. car. She wasn't the one driving. She was the one saying, you shouldn't have been texting. Yeah, she was so in the I guess sheet. we're supposed to like her or whatever. But um, yeah, turns out it's Daniel's daughter. Yeah. Who's in the car. Now, do you think Daniel like put two and two together? I, I guess I, I, it made, it seemed to me like somehow like his daughter might've told him about the accident. And then he saw that it was a Pontiac and like somehow oh. figured out that, it was, and that, like, the only no. reason he would... 
You don't 100% think that's she lied to him. 100% she didn't. Yeah, know I guess happened. that's more likely. I was thinking that, like, Daniel was, like, only... Like, he made it seem like he was doing him a favor. But then I was like, oh, maybe he's only doing it because he realized that his daughter is, like, responsible for the damages. Oh, no. I think he just saw that it was this really old car and that it wasn't in good shape and, like, made some assumptions about Johnny and his current situation and went, oh, he can't afford this. I'm just going to take care of it. Like, he's trying to be a decent dude, but maybe also trying to rub it in his face a little bit. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, I don't think his daughter told him what happened. You're right. It's unlikely that the daughter would have said anything. Uh, But the daughter daughter was not driving the car. That's right. Her friend was. Is something that Johnny should have realized and maybe not have let that contribute to his anger that's about to happen. Johnny is not a reasonable man. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, the other thing, if we go back to the original movie, mm-hmm. Johnny is from like the valley or whatever they call it. He's from Encino, which is the rich section. Yeah. So what it seems so far fetched that Johnny would be this poor. Well, Johnny only had money because of his stepfather, who wasn't going to like... Oh, they do explain it. Okay. Yeah. And and so, like, when Johnny failed to, like, get a decent job or whatever, he was left to his own devices, and that's why he's poor. That's the point of that scene, then. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, how did, how did Johnny get to this spot? <laughs> like... But, yeah, also in um, the first movie, like, Daniel lived in Reseda, which is where Johnny lives now. And now okay. Daniel lives in Encino, so they've completely swapped, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize that, but I would have guessed that that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is where we might get, like, the Chicago Bulls music when Johnny, he, like, sees the daughter and then it just, like, something clicks in his head and he's just oh, like, okay. enough is enough. <laughs> he's like, yeah, the Chicago Bulls theme song comes on and he just, like, walks out of the dealership. Oh, he tries to. But Johnny makes him take a bonsai tree because he gives everyone a bonsai tree, or as he says it, a bonsai tree, which may be more accurate, but just makes him sound kind of like a twat. Yeah, he gives everybody a little tree who comes to his his dealership. Yeah, this is another, I don't know, this is like, (laughs) it's too self-referencing to me. It's like, remember when I had a bonsai tree as my logo in that tournament, in that local (laughs) tournament? (laughs) It's like Daniel got into karate and then made random, like, Japanese cultural things, like, his entire personality. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Johnny's going to storm out. He's going to smash the bonsai tree on the ground <laughs> on the way out. And yeah. he's going to open his own dojo. <laughs> yeah, we're back at he's the dumpster where he met up with Miguel earlier. And he's like, are you ready? Because once you start, there's no turning back. And he's like, are you going to be my karate teacher? And he's like, no, I'm going to be your sensei. And it's it's dojo time. And what do, you, what do you think the name of this dojo is going to be, Sarah? Well, you'd think that, like, <laughs> he would choose an original, like, name that maybe wasn't copyrighted or problematic. Nope, it's Cobra Kai. It's Cobra Kai. Johnny lives in the past. He is going to emulate the thing that caused him all his problems. <laughs> yes not on the right track here <laughs> end of episode one. <laughs> oh my god this guy yeah at this point you gotta hope for a lot of of personal growth on johnny's end yeah just keep but hoping. that's what you want <laughs> <laughs> or i don't know <laughs> or you just root for him to 
fall deeper and deeper. <laughs> I guess that's Screw true. this guy, man. That That's a fair position to take. <laughs> you want to jump right into episode two? Yeah, let's go for it. This starts with like a montage of Daniel's life and the the song playing is like Ain't Love a Kick in the Head, which is just a little too on the nose for the guy that like his life is perfect now because he kicked Johnny in the head 34 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> there's these lyrics down. in there that's like, how lucky could one guy be? And my life is going to be beautiful. It's like, okay, a little over the top show. <laughs> but he like wakes up in this amazing house next to his wife and he's giving breakfast to his two kids that don't seem like they hate him at the moment. He's got some dumb espresso machine in his kitchen. Then they show him at work, showing up in a nice car and giving people bonsai trees. And at some point he's like fixing an engine and, oh, hey, his wife works here too. And then (laughs) he's driving on his way home and he goes past that strip mall and suddenly he sees the sign for Cobra Kai Karate and like his face drops and he's just like, oh, no. And then they hit like the opening credits or whatever. Yeah. And he gets he gets flashbacks again to like when he was getting beat up in school and here's where Daniel is living in the past a little bit. I liked this <laughs> opening. It was pretty good. It was like yeah. real fast, like here's where Daniel's at. Yeah. All the tropey great. <laughs> yeah, all the tropey, like quote unquote perfect life stuff you could think of. Like it was just mm-hmm. in the montage. <laughs> yep. And then again, it's thirty four years later. Like, why is this guy so devastated that there's a dojo called Cobra Kai in his like neighborhood now? <laughs> Who cares? Maybe he's got some some strongest PTSD from from getting his ass kicked in high school by a bunch of Cobra Kai guys. He won. He was the victor in the end. I don't know. I guess it should bring back good memories. Like uh, maybe those suckers at Cobra Kai. (laughs) I didn't know what was coming. And then we get back to the show after the credits, and Mm -hmm. it's the first day of Miguel's training in the dojo. this they're just staring at each other and then like in silence and the miguel asks like so am i gonna get the karate pajamas too or yeah and then johnny just yelled at him to be quiet like way too loud and aggressive because that's the cobra kai way yeah i I like miguel in the show Miguel's he's like great. kind of there to like make fun of the whole situation like always mm-hmm. like that's the jokes that he gets the lines for like calling them pajamas instead of whatever you're supposed to call them i forget i think it's a gi a gi okay yeah and then like there's a bunch of like problematic shit that johnny will say and then miguel is like um are you sure that that's no you're not supposed to say stuff like that yeah and johnny does not grow and change but miguel's trying yeah and basically like all the instructing that Johnny's going to do right off the bat is like all the intense stuff that his old sensei used to say yes. in the Cobra type dojo. So he's basically like full on copying his old sensei. Oh yeah. He is, he is reigniting the Cobra Kai way. To the point where he just like randomly attacks Miguel, like right off the bat as a lesson of be like, you always have to be ready or something like, or just always strike first. Like didn't even teach him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't teach him anything yet. And he's already like, grabbing him and flipping him over and stuff mm-hmm. ridiculous and miguel actually like like he got hit pretty hard so he like takes out an inhaler and he's like what are you doing he's like i have asthma and he like throws the inhaler against the wall and he's like not anymore which is like literally true because miguel's asthma never comes up again in the entire oh, series really? <laughs> so i guess johnny is a miracle worker because he just fixed this child's lungs yeah he says something to miguel like 
don't tell me you believe in that all that bullshit like asthma and peanut allergies <laughs> yeah you like there's no room <laughs> for that this, in this dojo this is johnny just keeps getting worse and worse yep. as this goes but he did heal his asthma so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i believe that i feel like i had asthma <laughs> as a kid at some point at one point and then i was just like you know what i've had enough of this you just needed a man to yell at you and throw your no, inhaler just, across the room. And... I just got fed up with it myself. So. Oh, you were the man that threw the yeah. I just said, you know what? I don't have asthma anymore. Fascinating. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Johnny's gonna tell Miguel to do push-ups on his knuckles, just like in the original movie. <laughs> Is that supposed to be harder? Yeah, or... it like because it like it's less uh like surface area or whatever it hurts your ah. hands more for sure miguel can't even do a like a normal push-up though so but is it like harder in a way that like makes you stronger or is it just like uncomfortable and dumb um i don't know it, in fighting you like i think a lot of times you're like building up your knuckle strength because like that's what you punch with i know there's like stuff with like strengthening the bones and stuff around your okay. knuckles so that they like hit harder um, I don't know if that's why they do. I think it's just like <laughs> it's just a reference to the old movie, yeah. and the old movie probably did it because it like seemed more badass or something. I don't know. Yeah, like I, that's what I'm getting at. I think it's just this <laughs> macho badass bullshit, and it's not actually useful. Okay. I mean, it, it's a harder way to do push-ups for sure, but uh, okay. Yeah, but Miguel, he he can't even really do one push-up. <laughs> this is true. He we were starting from zero with Miguel. Yeah. Miguel. And I, I didn't realize about this until I rewatched it in the, the original movie. Like, Daniel actually, like, had taken karate in New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I guess he didn't have, like, a legitimate sensei like Mr. Miyagi. But, like, mm. he wasn't completely, like, starting from scratch when Mr. Uh, Miyagi started okay. teaching him. Interesting. But Miguel is starting from scratch. <laughs> so yes. it's a little different. And then while Miguel's not doing his push-ups... <laughs> uh, the health ins uh, health inspector is going to come into the room and uh he's going to tell johnny that uh because he has an exercise studio he needs a bunch of stuff apparently that he has to like pass codes and whatnot and johnny must have bought this building and invested all this money without having any idea that this was a mm -hmm. thing yep and this isn't even like he's like is this what i have to do to open a dojo he's like no this is what you have to do to get the certificate to get the insurance to open the dojo and i'm like johnny don't give a shit about insurance i don't yeah. believe he's gonna do this i was like oh okay show's over <laughs> johnny can't get through this wall for sure yeah and then the guy asks miguel if he's a customer and johnny then he's like no he's an illegal i picked up to help yeah what up. The and i'm fuck? like johnny stop being a racist <laughs> like, piece of shit the like, show is just be like the show just like does not want you to have any sympathy for this guy. Like, yeah, like, uh, it's it's pretty crazy, actually. It is rough. <laughs> like every hot topic there is, like Johnny's on the wrong side of that. Topic. Yep, yep. Oh, pretty much. God. All right, done with that scene. I think. Yeah. Then we cut to the Encino Oaks Country Club, where Daniel is hanging out at some sort of party at the pool with uh. Some of his family, at least. His son is just, like, playing a game on his tablet, and Daniel is trying real hard to get his son to do anything else. Um, spoiler alert, Daniel's son is just an absolute turd. Like, he's terrible. <laughs> like, Oh, really? Nobody in Daniel's family likes this kid. 
Really? Okay. At least there is no scene in this show that ever makes it seem like anybody likes this kid. He's always like playing a video game and being an asshole is like his entire character. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, if everybody's stuck in the 80s, like nobody in the 80s would think that playing video games is like is worth worth your time or whatever right well it's not just that it's like he refuses to engage with anyone in any meaningful uh, okay. way i thought this was like daniel's son's birthday party and that like he was trying to get him to like <laughs> be involved in the party because like it was a party for him but oh that would not extra case? special no it's just a party at the country club oh okay yeah it's some like fancy rich people stuff yeah though. definitely so daniel yeah daniel is upset about his son and then he's going to be set, upset about his daughter. We find out his name Samantha. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, because Samantha decided not to come to the rich fancy party mm -hmm. because she wanted to hang out with her friends instead. Ooh, so how dare she? So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. From yeah. this scene, I'm like Daniel, Daniel seems like he doesn't like his family. Like, <laughs> yeah, Daniel does not like his family, or at least doesn't connect with his kids. I guess is the wife anybody in this? Like, is she related um, to the original series at all? No. Okay. Because no, she is not it's Allie. Not, it's, it's not Allie, She's yeah. just some woman he met later. Is Allie in all the all the uh, the first three movies? I don't even I remember. I don't think so, because um, in the second one, when he goes to Japan, there's definitely a girl, like, he hits on, because she shows up in, like, the third or fourth season of the oh, show. Okay. So I think they had broken up by the time that had happened. That makes sense. They were just in high school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is, like, brand new wife character we've yes. never seen her. okay and like i'm gonna say it now i think she is the best member of the larusso family the rest of them might <laughs> well, kind of suck a she lot like, of the time <laughs> she almost says nothing in this this episode so by well, default yeah. she's the best <laughs> but i mean like over the course of the series i i like her she is a voice of reason actually i didn't have any issue with the kids in this for in this episode by the time i was done watching this uh, well that's you, fair you're I saying think, like, they're bad later well, like, Anthony continues in this trope of just being kind of an asshole, and nobody ever enjoying spending any time with him. And Sam has her ups and downs. She becomes one of the primary characters in the show, and, I don't know, sometimes she kind of sucks. Yeah. I could see that Sam was going to be important in the show mm -hmm. later. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else from this party? Basically, Daniel's just in a pissy mood because he saw that Cobra Kai sign. Is really what it comes down yeah. to. He's really hating on his kids, basically. Is this scene. <laughs> yep. And then we go back to the Cobra Kai dojo, I think. And Johnny has Miguel wiping down mats. It's almost like Mr. Miyagi, but he's not actually trying to teach him any karate right now. He just, he wants the free labor. Yeah, they actually reference it because, like, Miguel's like, oh, is there any specific way you want me to be doing this? And he's like, nah, just get it done. Like, he's like, I don't <laughs> give a shit. He gave Whatever. him a chance to, like, tell him. <laughs> Like, yeah. give him, like, a, some lesson, but <laughs> he didn't do it. And Miguel isn't just cleaning things. Like, Johnny's also like, hey, deal with those exposed wires, and then proceeds to just go into his little office and drink. Like, Johnny sucks. This is basically what Mr. Miyagi did to Daniel, but without any intention of converting it into karate lessons <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. But this does need to get done in order to teach him karate eventually, because mm -hmm. <laughs> otherwise they're going to shut down his his uh, exercise studio. But in this this scene, uh, Miguel sees Johnny's trophies because he brought them to the dojo, and he asks about him being a karate champion. 
And he's like, yeah, I won a couple All-Valley tournaments and I didn't lose a single point my junior year. And he's just like, well, what happened your senior year? And he's just like, get back to work. <laughs> yeah. The only the only thing I wrote down from this scene actually was just like, oh, we find out that Miguel also does not have a dad that takes care of him. Yes. So he's just like Daniel was in the original movie. Mm-hmm. And he lied to his mom and told it told her that he joined the debate team and that's yes that's his excuse for being at the cobra guy dojo <laughs> but what also i love about this scene is that miguel's phone rings and some song plays and johnny seems so confused about first of all what kind of music it is and also where the music is coming from yeah what is that does he not have a cell phone like what is this he has like a little flip phone i think but this is a theme that comes up again and again throughout the whole series where like Johnny is so far in the 80s, he does not understand technology. Like, he doesn't know how the internet works. There is a part where he hears about somebody tweeting, and he's like, all right, we have to tweet for the the dojo to get the word out there. Use those hash browns I heard about. And they're like, what are you talking about? He does not know what hashtags are. And then there's a there's a episode i think of the second season where he finally learns what the internet is and he's on the internet and it's just a montage of him googling things like hot babes wet t-shirt contest like because Uh, it is all new to him okay (laughs) so yeah this is the first of johnny doesn't know what technology is yeah next scene back at daniel's house Oh, I actually, I actually didn't realize it was at Daniel's house, but then you're going to figure it out later. So it, it just looked like she was at like a high school party, like a pool party. Well, she was. It was just at her own house. Yeah, that is how we did. I didn't realize. Um, and then we're going to get like basically Samantha's friends. Not so much her, but her friends are basically like straight out of Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one who was driving is basically gives off Regina George vibes the whole yeah. time. And also the dude bros that uh johnny beat up earlier are at this party yeah it's all coming together here we and go. the lead dude bro we find out his name is kyler and he's like sam and him are like connecting or whatever they're eye banging each other sarah oh yeah that's what they yeah. said that's what they said her, her friends said. said that told samantha that kyler was eye banging her from across the pool yes that that is what the children said <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Daniel comes home and like loses his shit over this party yeah. and kicks everyone out. And apparently all the guys at this party did not bring their swim trunks because they're <laughs> all wearing Daniel. Daniel and I'm has like, like... <laughs> there are like 20 kids at this. Yeah. How many pairs of swim trunks does this man have? Yeah, he has like 20 pairs of swim trunks apparently. And, and these are children of all sizes. <laughs> I don't understand what this one size fit all infinite <laughs> wardrobe of swim yeah. trunks is <laughs> they have those ties on there so like maybe it works but like some I of guess. the heavier kids like uh, yeah i don't know but, but i i read down like this is a pretty tame party like if you were like rich out of your mind and you had a mm-hmm. swimming pool that you know you probably would appreciate people using your swimming pool and you came home to like your kid was having like just like people over swimming in the pool like, I don't even think they were drinking alcohol here. Like, yeah, they definitely weren't. And, like, this is the mildest party in all of the show. Like, there are a lot of high school parties going forward, and this is nothing compared to like, that. There was one guy who was doing, like, front flips into the pool that you could say, okay, that was dangerous. But, like, like literally, like, everything else was just, like, how adults would have a party at a pool <laughs> party, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he like loses his mind and like kicks everybody out, like you said. <laughs> so Daniel doesn't. I'm gonna say he you no, know, probably not the best dad. Yeah, but he has the like persona of looking like he's a better dad than. Well, I mean, he is a better dad than Johnny because Johnny's the yeah. kid is. But still, like he he looks like he might be a good dad. Yeah, and I like really couldn't decide when I was watching this. Like, okay, is the show telling me that like Daniel? is a good guy or like they want me to think he's good like relative to Johnny because John they're like they're really burying Johnny mm-hmm. in the show but like also Daniel doesn't seem that great either but he's right like they're showing me so much of Johnny that it like it seems like they're trying to convince me that Daniel is like still the good guy or something like yeah. I can't really tell <laughs> I think it's like also because if you're coming in from the movies you assume Daniel's gonna be the good guy right because you're used to that and yeah, just the contrast between him and Johnny, even if Daniel's not great, he seems so much better than awful off Johnny at this point. Yeah. We we're gonna find out after he kicks everybody out. I think I think he's like talking to his wife again, maybe. And uh like rem- he's like remembering the good old days. There's I think there's a flashback where like he's training Samantha how to how to do karate oh, yeah. when she was little. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like I guess he's I guess it's another, like, he's stuck in the past, too, thing. Like, he wants his kids to be, like, karate champions as well, I guess. Yeah. And that because they're not, he hates them. <laughs> well, I think he just doesn't connect with them is, is the thing right now. But, like, he's reminding her that, like, karate is only for self-defense, which is, like, going to be a theme throughout the whole show. Like, the big difference. That's like the basically big the theme of Karate Kid, right? Well, Yeah. Like and all, it continues every, here. every level, every source of Karate Kid needs that. But yeah, his, his big beef with Johnny is always ends up being like that he is teaching the wrong kind of karate. That he is teaching this aggressive, scary karate instead of self-defense karate. Yeah, which is fair. So like relatively Daniel comes out as like, in these first two episodes at least, like Daniel is still like the good guy character. Mm-hmm. Even though most of the show is from Johnny's perspective at this point. Yeah. But then eventually Daniel's going to go talk to his daughter and they like kind of make up and both admit that they may have been at fault for yes. things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He's, he's trying. I yeah. guess like Samantha didn't tell Dan, his, her dad about the party, which I guess that's like the only yeah. gripe that I would have with it. It's just Pretty like, much. Hey, just tell me next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would have like let the party continue. And then oh, yeah. later been like, like Hey, just tell me you're going to have people over next time. Yeah. So I know that there's people here when I get home. <laughs> like that. Yes. Yeah. Daniel's gonna find out about Kyler. Mm-hmm. She says that they've been texting, not that they're dating, just that they've been texting. And Daniel seems to know about technology a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, because he's <laughs> like, just words though, right? And just, it takes yeah. her a minute to figure out what he's talking about, and then she's like, yes, goddamn it, oh god, <laughs> just words. Uh, weird moment. Weird moment. Yep. So then he uh, says to invite Kyler over for their Friday family dinner. And I don't know. To me, it seems like they're just texting. They're not dating, right? So, like, why the big meet and greet family dinner? I don't know. But okay. Yeah, I don't think my move as a parent would ever be like, uh, it's going to be my idea that you bring your, like, date for family dinner. Like, I would just wait for the kid to ask if they wanted Mm. to do that, you know? I think there's like probably value in meeting this person if they're dating, but they're like not even dating yet, unless this is just what the cool kids call dating now. They're just texting. I don't know. Yeah. It was a little weird. 
for sure. <laughs> but then this is new. This is this is new stuff. We're gonna go to Miguel in school. Finally in school. Finally, here we go. We gotta get to the school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually forgot that he said he was like new. So I was like a little confused mm -hmm. at first in this scene, but it's basically like the cliche like scene in the cafeteria where you get your lunch from a line and then like you look at the cafeteria and you're like, uh, where should I sit? I'm the new kid, where should I sit? And then he ends up sitting next to, I guess, would you say these two guys are like nerd outcasts or like what, what oh, would yeah. you describe them and, as? And they call their table the nerd table at some Oh, they point, do? So, I didn't yeah, catch that. Yeah. Okay. And it, it's two guys. It's Dimitri and Eli. And Eli happens to have a little scar on his lip. And he does not talk much. Yeah, I don't think Eli said anything in this scene. He does eventually, but it takes a little while. Okay. And uh, Dimitri's pretty funny, though. He'll, oh, he'll yeah. talk forever, and he's not, he's not shy to tell it <laughs> how it is with all the cliques in the school and mm -hmm. who's too cool to be friends with. He's got all the, the inside. Yeah. The, the Dimitri character is always fun in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then Sam and her friends come into lunch, and they yell, like, Sam catches his eye. And Dimitri's like, mm -mm, those are the untouchable, hot, rich girls. Don't even try it. Like, <laughs> it's not going to go well. And at this point, the, like, Regina George kind of looks over at their table. And this is when Eli actually talks. And he's like, oh, like, she's probably making fun of me. Like, because he's really self-conscious about his lip. I mean, they are making fun of them. <laughs> like, the Regina character is brutal. Yeah, she, he's just like, they're probably not making fun of you. Just because they're hot doesn't mean they're mean. Cut to this woman going, oh, look at that guy who like went down on a lawnmower or whatever. His sweater's so ugly. And it's like, oh, God, it's terrible. Yeah. But then like Sam's there and she's like, oh, that's so wrong. But she's still like laughing. So like she's still kind of shitty, but like she's supposed to be the not shitty one. Yeah. They let, they let her have a look like she wasn't like really fully supportive of the comments happening but yeah but not she enough didn't, to she didn't stand out for it, them yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but uh miguel decides you know what he he's he's brave he's gonna he's brave strike guy. first he's, like he oh strike karate. first okay that's what it was i was like i was like there was some <laughs> sort of karate reason here for this but he's like i'm gonna strike first so he's like i'm gonna go talk to it's samantha specifically that he wants to talk to right yes okay yes. that's what i thought and so he's like i'm gonna go talk to her but gets up and he's like halfway there and then Kyler sits down right next to Samantha and yep. he recognizes him immediately as the guy that beat him up at the, the mini mart. Mm -hmm. And yep. Miguel just turns around and walks back to the other table. Yep. And the dude bros notice him and like call after him using his diarrhea based nickname they gave him. And yeah, it is not yeah. a successful t t first strike for, for poor Miguel. Is Miguel going to get beat up again by Kyler before, like, he learns karate? Is that a thing? Um, definitely more fighting. There's always more fighting. There's always show. more fighting? Okay. Because, <laughs> um, like, this situation, think, even I if he had gone yes. over, would not have escalated into a fight. I don't think it would have just been, like, them making fun of him. But Yeah, I think he definitely, there is, yeah, he definitely gets beat up once or twice after this before he, like, can karate uh, okay. at him. Okay, so he does have a, re like, it kind of accelerated, but, like, he... I guess he does need to learn karate. Mm -hmm. And with that, all done with the school scene, unfortunately. Yep. Back to the dojo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Johnny is teaching Miguel how to punch now. Yeah. And it is aggressive as hell. How he's well, teaching him how to punch. I mean, this is how you punch, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I took Krav Maga for a little while, and, like, the punching through people is a thing. 
Yeah, but the, it's the contrast of like Mr. Miyagi and oh, yeah. Jackie Chan teaching like they don't teach you how to punch until until like the uh, you learn how to defend basically right like there is no defense in cobra kai karate (laughs) which seems like a poor idea like no matter how much you want to strike first and no mercy or whatever bullshit like you do have to defend yourself at some point yeah so while miguel is practicing punching with his thumb sticking out which drives me crazy in his bad form but anyway um, Johnny gets a phone call from his son's vice principal and immediately he's just like, you're supposed to call his mom. So like clearly Johnny yeah. has no, no interaction, no responsibility to this kid. Not worried about whatever the news is going to be. He just wants to yeah. not deal with it. Mm-hmm. But the vice principal says that they can't get to his mom. So he's like, all right, what did he do? And <laughs> this is kind of funny because I expect Johnny to not know what technology is, but I expected him to know what drugs are um, because the vice principal is just like, they found him with Molly. And he's like, is that some chick you soaking up with? So like, no, it's drugs, Johnny. He's doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, the vice principal puts Robbie on the phone and Robbie just calls him a pathetic loser and hands the phone back. Like, clearly there is no, no relationship between the two of them that, yeah. that's any good. There was no reason to call Johnny. Yes principal was just like i think i'll try to reach his mom again yes (laughs) johnny was not helpful in the slightest the vice principal is just like taken aback at how poorly that was like (laughs) oh god okay call his mom again yeah but then johnny goes and gives miguel like an angry pep talk to get him punching right and this just feels like oh give in to the dark side be angry I hope Miguel doesn't go to the dark side. I like Miguel. I cannot confirm or deny anything <laughs> about the rest of the show. I feel like I'm just spoiling all of it. Okay. Yeah, so we cut over back to Daniel's house, and it's family dinner night on Friday. And um, Daniel is uh, showing off some rich people food to, to Kyler, <laughs> basically, is what's going on. Yeah, he is slicing up some super fancy sashimi. And again, this is just Daniel being like, my entire personality is being obsessed with random Japanese culture things. Yay. Yeah, that's true. And it has to be, like, expensive, too. Yeah. And it's, like, important to note that Kyler appears to be of Asian descent. We have not, like, had any confirmation of, like, what his racial identity is, but... Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, so there's this, like, awkward moment where Kyler's like, I don't like sushi and fish is gross. And he's like, yeah, fish sticks are dope, though. And Daniel's just, like, mortified by this. And... Yeah, you know Daniel ate those fish sticks back in Jersey, though. Come on. (laughs) Yes. What is Daniel saying? 100%. But now Daniel's fancy. He's too good for fish sticks. (laughs) But then his wife and Sam go to, like, find if they... See if they can find something that this kid can eat, which is just a weird excuse to leave the two of them alone to talk, basically. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought, but I, it was a little weird how they did it, so I wasn't sure if it was natural or not. Well, like, I don't think, like, they were thinking, oh, let's leave them alone. It's just the show was like, get these two out of here, oh, so that it's way just we can just mechanic. have that. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. yeah. And they're just going to have the classic awkward conversation. <laughs> like, Daniel's trying to relate to him. He's like, yeah, I didn't like sushi when I was younger either. And I'm like, it's sashimi, but okay. Okay, Daniel, yeah. sure. And, of course, he starts talking about Mr. Miyagi because he can't ever not talk about Mr. Miyagi. And he, this is the line that kills me. He's like, he was from Okinawa. Where are your parents from? And this kid's like, Irvine. 
It's like, oh, oh, oh Daniel, come on, be better than oh, this. Oh, true, yeah. <laughs> I did write a lot of the stuff down from the awkwardness of this conversation, but then eventually, <laughs> mm-hmm. Daniel's gonna notice, well, I think he noticed it earlier, but uh, Kyler's had, like, a black eye or, like, a mark on his face ever since Johnny <laughs> yes. kicked him or punched him in the face earlier. Yes. Which the timing, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, Johnny was able to get this dojo up and running with signage already, and this bruise hasn't left yet, but oh, sure. Well, he, he really hit him, I think. That's true. <laughs> well, he kicked him in his goddamn face. Yeah. But yes. Uh, but then Daniel's going to, like, use this to, like, try to bond with Daniel or bond with Kyler over the fact that, like, hey, when I was a kid, I used to get in fights, too. But, like, Kyler's trying to, like, deny that. It was a fight at first, but then like eventually just admits it was, and then and then Kyler tells Daniel that uh, some some guy jumped jumped me and my friends at the mini mall, <laughs> and he used like karate on us. I guess that did happen, but it, you know he left out the part that made him look bad. <laughs> well, of course, like you're not gonna go up to the dad of the girl you're texting and be like, "Yeah, I was beating up some poor kid," and then this other guy came and beat me and my friends up. He didn't. He didn't mention that he was beating up the kid who's going to date his daughter after he, <laughs> his daughter breaks up with him. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But then Daniel earlier, I thought like, okay, did he put together that that the car that his daughter hit was Johnny's car? And then here he like quickly puts together that like, oh. That must have been Johnny who jumped you and your friends at the yeah, mini mall. Like, Which mini mall is <laughs> it? Because nobody else would be skilled enough to beat up a bunch of high school kids. Or no one else would be dumb enough and terrible that's true. enough to that's beat up true. a bunch of high school kids. I guess that's true. But like he doesn't even know that like Johnny is the person who opened Cobra Kai. Yeah, right? yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Like he really jumps to conclusions here, and it's almost like disrespectful to johnny in a way to assume that like the only person that could have done this was johnny well maybe he didn't think it was johnny he just thought like oh whoever opened cobra kai obviously an asshole Uh obviously is the one that beat up these children Uh, i guess he wasn't wrong but still yeah because the next scene i guess it's not right away but eventually daniel's gonna show up at the cobra kai dojo yeah and he like enters the dojo and his eyes are all just like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And Johnny comes out to greet whoever came in the door and he's like, oh, oh, it's you. And these two, they do not know how to communicate with each other oh, not at, at all. all. 100%. And they really just like both assume the worst of each other. Because mm-hmm. like if you look at the situation, it's like, okay, Johnny beat up these kids, but he was at least coming to the defense of Miguel. And I, I think mm-hmm. he does mention that at some point in this conversation. Yeah. yeah but Daniel does. just, like, lets that part go, like, straight over his head. Mm-hmm. Because Johnny said something else, like, offensive in the same sentence, so he, like, focuses on that instead. <laughs> well, yeah, like, he comes in and he's like, I can't believe you beat up, you know, these kids. And he's like, I didn't beat up any teenagers. I kicked the shit out of some assholes who deserved it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. super proud. He doesn't look, like... He doesn't regret it, even though he was, you could argue he was doing a nice, like, yeah. a nice thing. Yeah. But then, so he's like, stay away from my daughter's friends. And then he's like, oh, that makes sense. I get it. She hangs out with assholes. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, like he does not. This not escalates very quickly. But, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, these two could be arguing over nothing, and they would probably just keep yes. arguing about it. 
Mm-hmm. Is the until kind of it got into a fight. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Until it, until the next regional tournament <laughs> for over fifty year olds. <laughs> so Daniel leaves, and the rivalry is renewed. <laughs> yes. And that's the end of episode two. Yeah. So did that leave you wanting more Cobra Kai? I I just don't know about this show, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, let me let me just say my thoughts mm-hmm. on the first two episodes, and then I'll we can discuss more sure this show was a lot more funny to talk about than it was to watch Mm -hmm. i will note that the first time i watched this i watched it with someone and we snarked the whole way through yeah it was very enjoyable i think that at least for maybe the first season or however long it takes to get past this like all the characters you want to root for are kind of assholes (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it it probably is way better to watch it with somebody who will is also a fan of like karate kid and is willing to get through this part of the show Mm -hmm. i wrote that like it's supposed to have comedy but like almost all the jokes are like self-referencing to the old movie yeah in like not necessarily a funny way like the funniest the funniest jokes were miguel like making fun of the old movie in a way like some of his jokes mm-hmm. but them like referencing like giving johnny a chance to like teach him like a specific way to like wash the windows or something and then not doing yeah. it like that didn't make me laugh but it was like okay they're referencing like I, I understood the reference but it wasn't necessarily funny you know and the other jokes are just johnny being terrible yeah and yeah. then us going oh look at how terrible and out of date he is yeah and some of those i did laugh at like when he's like when he like calls the woman a bitch and then and then he's like kicking these kids' ass, and it's just <laughs> yeah. like ridiculous. Like I did laugh a little bit at that, even watching it by myself. But yeah, like I'm really not rooting for any of the characters at this point. Like yeah. two episodes in, I'm not rooting for any of the characters other than Miguel. I root for Miguel. And I will say, like between, if you want to talk about like the original Daniel, Dre in the Jackie Chan version, and Miguel, I think Miguel so far in these first two episodes is like the best version. Of mm. like the kid character that okay. is going to be trained. Yeah. Now it's different because Miguel's going to be trained in Cobra Kai, not <laughs> by Mr. Miyagi. So, yeah. Or Mr. Han. So I don't know where Miguel's going to go in the show, but hopefully he stays a likable character. And then um, I I just really <laughs> I really could get over the fact that this is like was like thirty four years later, <laughs> and like Johnny and Daniel are just like so like living in the past and it really feels like they really don't have like a reason to hate each other anymore but like for some reason they just like really want to hate each other yeah they they just cannot let go this is like a classic version of like issue i have with dramas in general where like Mm -hmm. it's always like a trope that like the conflict in the show is just like two characters being like really unreasonable and like not communicating properly with each other is Mm -hmm. like the so far like that is the conflict of the show in a lot of ways that continues but then more things get added on top of i'm hoping that this show like kind of moves past johnny and daniel at some point and then it becomes like about miguel and samantha and kyler and maybe maybe johnny's son or something i don't know like oh yeah johnny's son is a big part of the show yeah like i want to see not johnny and daniel anymore honestly oh you will never get not them but the kids are also a big part of it and then if i'm gonna like spoil everything like there is a part where johnny and daniel need to team up 
and like okay, teach yeah. kids together and it becomes a whole thing so like it evolves in a way but there is always this core problem of them not being able to get along that runs through the entire show okay the, the fact that i know that this show like won emmys at some point is like <laughs> the only thing like if this was just a thing that came up on my netflix queue mm-hmm. and i was like oh karate kid i i kind of liked karate kid i'll watch this and then i watch these first two episodes like i don't think i'm continuing mm-hmm. but like i know there's like some hope that this show turns itself around <laughs> like I, I like i honestly don't think like you would have continued watching the show after two episodes like if you didn't watch it with the the person you were watching it with yeah that's true we basically watched most of the first season in one sitting just snarking at it the whole time yeah like i, I guess a ton of people watch the show like, i don't see how you could watch this and be like oh yeah this show <laughs> like yeah i'm not really like know. sure who this show is well like I know who this show is for. It's for people who really love the Karate Kid back in the day. Yeah, right? it's like for people who are like also like stuck in the past. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like also making fun of thing like with how terrible Johnny is. It's like, are you supposed to identify? I don't know who you're supposed to identify with as the person yeah. who grew up loving Karate Kid. It's weird, but I do actually enjoy the show. Like, I can watch it now without snarking the whole way through. It it has to be better now than, it, than these first two episodes. Like, yeah. the new stuff has to be better. It, there's no way, like, this... If if this was a show, it's it's not winning any awards. It's not coming mm-hmm. close to win any, any but, awards. But, like, I'm even surprised that it, it... Like, it is so over the top and ridiculous at times that I'm just like, wait, is this, is this a show? Like, this is a show? I'm so confused. I don't mind over the top ridiculous, but it's oh, really just well like then buckle in. It's really just the in these first two episodes, like it's just so the drama is so not believable and mm-hmm. it's just too silly and not in an entertaining way. Yeah. If this was like more of a comedy, was like less drama, more comedy, and it was over the top in these first two episodes, then I, I think I would have liked it. But like I don't know that it's ever like like, I don't know that they wrote jokes. They wrote things that are situationally funny. But yeah. I find it weird that it is labeled as a comedy. But then again, like, one of the kids gets a mohawk and insists on being called Hawk and gets a giant hawk tattoo and is the most ridiculous character I've ever seen. <laughs> and it is funny. But they did not write jokes. So okay, it's, yeah. it's weird. There's, like, some level of satire to it. But, yeah. Yeah, and I'm never sure how committed the show is to that satire. Or if it is just like, oh yeah, badass, the 80s. Like, the first two episodes have not done this so much, but in the rest of it, if you watched it and played a drinking game where you had to drink every time somebody said something was badass, you would be trashed real fast. Because it's (laughs) just like, badass, oh man, badass, let's go kick some ass, this is so cool, badass. It's like, (laughs) hey guys, calm down. Okay, I see. I don't know. I'd rather just sit down and rewatch the Jackie Chan karate karate kid movie <laughs> than like that's fair. Watch this as as it is so far. Um, but I, I feel like it has to get better. But I don't know if this show gets better enough that I would really yeah feel like happy that I watched like all five seasons of the show <laughs> or whatever it's going to yeah. be. I don't know. I would need some convincing to keep watching this. <laughs> that's fair enough. I don't know that I'm gonna try that hard to convince you. It's, okay. it's, it's it's okay. I kind of like this show. It is best when watched with someone you can snark about the show to. 
Yeah, I would do that. If I was like over your place with the like other people that also watch this, like I could mm-hmm. enjoy watching it with you guys, but yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to watching it, but I, I don't think I can sit down by myself and watch the <laughs> show anymore. Yeah. It's it's just it's so much of just like a rehash and self referencing of mm-hmm. a movie that I don't really think is good anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Any other words on uh, Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid <laughs> Miyagi verse? Before we say move on to next time, I think I think we said it all. It's a ridiculous <laughs> ride, best when watched with people you can snark with. Okay, all right. Next time, Sarah, it's your turn. It's what, my what choice. I think I have something I'm leaning towards, but I, uh, let me run through the the things I've been thinking about because I'm I'm not as um, there's no like a uh, show coming up that I really want to get to or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just have things that we could do whenever. Right. So I have two movies okay. that I don't believe you have seen. What are those movies? The first is The Man from Toronto, which is on I Netflix that this. I watched recently, okay. which is a Kevin Hart. Mm, right. Kevin Hart is basically a like normal dude who gets caught up in a weird situation at a, like, a vacation house where they think he's this like master torturer guy who always gets people to give their secrets or whatever mm-hmm. and uh for whatever reason he like is scared in the situation so he just like goes along with it <laughs> and then <laughs> okay. like the he gets caught up in this whole like fbi thing where like he they thought he was like this serial killer guy or whatever but then <laughs> but then uh he when they find out it isn't him, they're like, oh, but you have to keep continuing to pretend that you're him for the case of, for our case or whatever. So it, it's ridiculous, but it's a Kevin Hart movie. Okay. So it's funny. And then the other one is uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Ooh, it's one I've not seen and have yeah. kind of wanted to see, but it's never like had the motivation to. All you have to do is click play on this out. movie and then you'll just have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Another Kevin Hart movie, but also has The Rock and it's mm-hmm. a sequel to the old Jumanji movie. Okay. That I didn't ever, I never thought to say this, but I guess it's also better than the Jumanji. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think, I didn't even think that had to be said, but <laughs> now that we're here, I mean, might the as well original say it. Jumanji movie is good. I did, I did really like the original Jumanji movie. That was like a movie we had on VHS or whatever. I feel like you're just mad at it because somebody once said you looked like the kid in it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Somebody did say that to me. That somebody said to me when we watched it in school, like in third grade, and then some wait waiter waitress at uh, a restaurant like couldn't not come over and tell me that I looked like the kid from Jumanji. <laughs> Which uh, I don't know if that still holds true. I don't. I feel like I might be old enough now that it's <laughs> I don't look like them, but I'm not sure. You might look like what they think that kid looks like. Yeah, now. I guess so. But they they really stars like. They loaded the new Jumanji with stars. Like it's mm. oh, it's funny that it's also um, it's also a Robin Williams movie. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Between this and Aladdin, you between are, okay, uh... yeah, it is Robin Williams. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. But they got so the for the new Jumanji, they got The Rock, and you who's do like, like The Rock, the Rock yeah. is like the biggest name in like Hollywood. <laughs> I feel like right now, like okay, fair. And then and then Kevin Hart and um. Jack Black, 
and solid cast, they also yeah. got um Gamora's, then, um, Gamora's sister Nebula from yeah <laughs> Nebula yeah, yeah. from Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers movies yeah I forget yeah. what her uh, the actress Karen Gillum Gilliam yes she was in Doctor that Who. sounds right okay there you go or we could do their anime but okay. I think I might want to consult with a third party on what uh, anime to choose next I don't have a specific okay. one then there's the show Chad Ooh. Which I also really want to get you to watch, but I feel like it's like only on like TBS.com for free, and you might have to like have a cable subscription to be able to watch it. I don't really know what the deal with it is. That's a bummer. I was looking forward to that one so that way I could finally watch the K pop episode of yeah. Chad. I think what like sooner than later, we're probably just going to watch it wherever it is, but mm-hmm. I was hoping that it would be easier to watch at some point. Or there's a new show that I got into this week. Ooh which is a documentary series mm-hmm. called The Con. The Con? Which each episode is like, it's like an hour long on TV. It's on ABC. Mm-hmm. And each episode is like its own thing. There's no like overarching story from episode to episode. Mm-hmm. But each episode is like a con, like some big con that happened. And Whoopi Goldberg is the narrator. <laughs> and they... Okay like basically go through like from the beginning of like whoever the con artist was and like what they did and who they targeted and why they targeted them and all this like crazy stuff that they did in order to like pull these uh pull off whatever they were going for and then also how it resolved and like how the fbi like finally figured it out or whatever was investigating the issue or whatever sounds pretty interesting i really got sucked (laughs) into watching these i've watched like like I saw the first one I caught on TV was I think it's it's in like the second season and I caught one on TV that was like about it was about this like woman who was really good at like graphic design so she just like mm-hmm. made a bunch of coupons for things <laughs> and oh, then like made like okay. a ton of money off of yeah coupons that she made and then I've watched like four or five episodes of season 1 cuz I went back to the beginning mm-hmm. and um Two of them were like things that I remember happening and hearing about, like uh, you you know about Firefest. Oh yeah. One yeah. of the episodes is about Firefest. Okay. There's another episode about the Varsity Blues college mm. scandal, mm-hmm. which I heard about, but I didn't know all the details of it, so that was actually interesting to hear about. So yeah, that, those are all the things I was thinking about. Do you have a preference as to what we watch? Um, I'm leaning. Towards doing the con, yeah, I was gonna say that sounds super interesting to me. Okay, it would be real. It would be new because we haven't done any like documentary mm-hmm. kind of stuff yet, and I it was just kind of like hot on my mind because I've been watching it recently, so I wasn't <laughs> sure if I was like overhyped for it. I wasn't sure if you'd be interested in it or not. Oh no, I love um like true crime stuff and okay, you know yeah. like weird heisty con things sound cool. Yeah, yeah, I I'm not a fan of uh fictional drama, but you know. Drama based in <laughs> reality, drama. yeah. Okay, All right. I think that I, I think what we should do is not watch episode one. Episode one is enti- is titled the Love Con. Each episode okay. is like the whatever con, mm-hmm. and it's weird. It's it's like about a guy who like got a woman to like fall in love with him. And then he, like, made all these, like, crazy promises. Like, like oh, like, because uh, he was, like, some fancy doctor or something. He's like, oh, I'm the mm-hmm. doctor for, like, uh, the Clintons and the Obamas and the Pope. 
And so like he okay. he acted like he had like all these connections mm-hmm. to people. And then he like somehow convinced this woman that like despite that they were like both divorced and she wasn't even Catholic, that like he had convinced the Pope that like that the Pope was gonna like marry them. <laughs> like oh. it, it's like insane the level that their relationship got to. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then it like goes south from there. But what's weird about it is that like this guy like wasn't scamming her for like money or anything. So it was like, he must've, it was like literally a con of just like either they'd never figured out why he did it. Or it was like literally just a con for like pleasure. Like he just had a good huh. time doing it. Cause he spent yeah. like a crap ton of money on like gifts for her and stuff, but he never got anything from her like monetarily. So it's a weird one where it is a con cause he like lied to her, but he didn't, take anything other from her other than like the time and emotion or like yeah, tr- emotional, emotional damage <laughs> yeah like he did emotional damage to her but it wasn't like a monetary con yeah interesting so i think we'll probably just start with episode two okay which is uh something that i think will be more interesting to talk about sounds good i'm in i might watch more episodes throughout the week and if there's a better episode than episode two i might switch it up because okay. it doesn't really matter what episode we watch Right. So yeah, but as of right now, it would be episode two of the con, which we can watch on ABC dot com, I believe. I think it looks like it's also available on Hulu. Oh yeah, it is on so... Hulu, but I think it's only season two. Oh bummer. But maybe we could watch a season two. I don't know. Eh, whatever. We'll see. All right, cool. We'll talk about the con next time. I don't like it. It'll be fun. I've already thought about things that, to, like, talk about relating to episode <laughs> two as well, so. Nice. <laughs> Most likely, we'll, we will watch episode two. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Is there, okay, what's the question for the listeners Well, I was week? just about to ask you I have oh. a question, which is, what's the question for the listeners this okay. week? All I have is, like, I, what, I just want to ask people, what, what is the best Karate Kid movie? <laughs> <laughs> movie, right. specifically. So don't count Cobra Kai. That. That's not on the list. All Neither right, is the right. animated theory. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so, and we'll, we're also going to start putting these questions out on Twitter, do a Twitter poll. Yes. So it's even easier to interact with us. Yep. Uh, I, believe, I believe Twitter polls can have five options because there's five We'll movies. find out. <laughs> if not, we'll just change the question a little bit or remove some of the options to answer. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> But I, we can put Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, part one, part two, part three, the next Karate Kid, and then the 2010 Karate Kid. Those would be the five options. Which one is mm-hmm. the best? <laughs> you know where my vote is. <laughs> I feel like only two of those options are going to get any really votes. <laughs> you think so? Okay. I've never seen the next Karate Kid, so it's not totally fair, but I'm I, I, pretty confident <laughs> that it's not better than the one I like, so... I didn't check like Rotten Tomato scores. So let's check them. I'm gonna check them right now. Not that this is like the best way of telling if something's good. <laughs> what do you think the Rotten Tomato scores for all these? I'm sure the I'm sure the Jackie Chan one's like the lowest. Really? I think that one's gonna be higher than the next Karate Kid. So I think it's gonna be the first Karate Kid is gonna be the highest. Then maybe the next Karate Kid. Then Jackie Chan. Then the other two. Okay, original Karate Kid, eighty nine percent. Mm-hmm. okay that is very high yes people love this movie that's why they made cobra kai yeah you know 
the Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just people going on here being like, oh, I remember that movie. Thumbs up. Or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Or whatever. That's, that shit was fresh as hell when I watched it 34 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Karate Kid 2, 44% already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So people are already, already. Karate Kid 3, 15%. Ooh. Not to be outdone by the next Karate Kid, 7%. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then the new Karate Kid, 66%. And Rotten Tomatoes existed when the new Karate Kid came out. So that's getting all the harsh critics. <laughs> and it's still got yeah. a 66%. So that's true. it's fresh, but not certified fresh. Oof. According to <laughs> I believe those are the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes icons. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, 66%. Pretty good. Pretty good but for forget what movie. Rotten Tomatoes has to say. Tell us what you think is the yeah. best Karate Kid. Yeah, movie. We'll, we'll we'll do our own percentages <laughs> on our very official Twitter poll. <laughs> Super scientific. Yes, definitive answer to this question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sarah. Where can people contact us with any other mm, comments and questions, and they just want to talk more about their favorite Karate Kid movie? Where can they contact us? <laughs> Everybody can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at keepwatchingpod, Instagram at keepwatchingpod, or leave a comment on the this video on YouTube at keepwatchingpod. And if you're enjoying the podcast, go ahead and please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Awesome. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.